Hello and welcome to the Casual Hour, a podcast ostensibly about video games, but mostly about the month of October. I'm your host, Bobby Pease. Joining me over that way is the gamer on the go, Chase Kinnicky. Joining me down that way is the gamer that we keep around sometimes, Johnny Amazich. And right Hello. beneath us, the talent, your friend and mine, P. Brown, the Aeon, Patrick Brown. How y'all doing? Good. Welcome. It's my birthday month. Well, well, almost my birthday month. Happy it's almost birthday my birthday month, month as well. Yes. It's going to be. Are there any games coming out on my birthday? Hold on. A little <laughs> to the left is the only one coming out on, on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Trash. All right. Whatever. Wow. Wow. Sorry. Um, it's been. Doesn't seem bad. I don't know. It's been a minute <laughs> since we've all got together. Uh, happy to yep. happy to have the group here for a fun filled evening mm-hmm. of. Everyone's somewhat healthy. Everyone's somewhat happy. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's a that that is an accurate description. Are we not happy? I'm happy. I'm great. Are we healthy, though? That's the real question. Is everyone healthy? Uh, You know, I'm getting over a cold. I was was pretty sick last week. Okay. Um, I think Bobby said, you know, you've been feeling under the weather most of the day. Yeah. So it's going around. Yeah, I had strep throat twice in September. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. It came, it went away, and then came back. And I was like, all right, well, I'm dying. That's fucked um, up. Yeah, dude, it was terrible. Your <laughs> body betrayed you. Fucking awful. Yes, it did. Yes, very much so. There's, yeah, there's definitely oh well. some shit going around. Like, I was sick in July. I'm sick again now. Like, I've taken countless mm-hmm. COVID tests. It's just. It's a bummer, you know? It's a bummer. The only one that's healthy is Chase, and he doesn't even want to be around us. That's why. Can you blame him? That's why I'm so healthy. Look, look, Chase, we've been saying for a while, we we know we're sick. We're sick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sick individuals. Uh Sick and thick. That's how we live our lives here at the Casual Hour. Okay, I'm Sick boy summer. Look, I've I've had thick boy summer. Now I'm ready for sick boy fall. And yeah. that's where I'm at these days. That's what I'm. That's mm. the life I'm living. Uh, if, right. if you're just tuning in, uh, we do something once a month where we get to tell you about the video games that are coming out the next month. We also break down the games from the prior month that we enjoyed most, and we tell you about some of the things that we've been doing in between all of that. September was a pretty big month. We actually had a backlog episode last week where Chase and I aired our dirty laundry and tried to talk about like all the shit that we've been playing, all the shit that we wanted to play. Patrick, I know that you've got a lot. Johnny, I know that you've given up um, for a long time ago. A long time ago. But tonight, we're going to figure out a few more things. This is October. I think October mm-hmm. looks pretty good. And pretty good uh, month. Pretty good month. Uh, but before we even get into all that, Chase, I, I got to know. What have you been playing? Yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, I've been watching anime. Fair. You know what? It's very on. Hey, me too. That tracks. Yeah. All that tracks. We're not upset about it at all. Uh, I mean, I I, I honestly haven't really been playing much of anything. I I need to get back to a lot of stuff. Um, I'm playing a game that I can't talk about here, but maybe I can talk about on a future episode of Gamers on the Go. And uh, I've been playing a lot of World Flipper still, and I think World Flipper is really cool. And more people should play World Flipper. But that's about it. Okay. So I'll I'll uh, I'll seed seed my time 
seed time back. We're seeding time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, then I'll hop in here because I've I've not been watching. Well, I have been watching anime. I take that back. I've been mm-hmm. watching. Don't you do it. You can't gatekeep anime, Chase. It, just because it doesn't have scantily clad panty sniffers on it doesn't mean that it's not anime. I mean, I don't know. I watched the Trigger episode. It's It didn't not have that. I'm telling you, Star Wars Visions is anime. Whether you want to admit it or it, not, that's anime. It is. No, no, it no. Is. It is. It is anime. I am not arguing that. I just Speaking. feel like you still haven't watched unanime. We gotta I get Bobby to watch anime. Hey, man, Chase, I really dug this episode. I thought the art was cool, and I like what they're doing. Oh, that's great. You fucking idiot. You fucking dummy. That's not, even not what I said. You stupid ass. Why don't you watch some real I, shit, you piece of garbage? I, Let me show you I something here. Re- I have the receipts, you bastard. <laughs> when you're like, oh, I thought episode three was really good. And I was like, yeah, that's my trigger. Here so I am. That- coming to you hat in I hand, trying to have some common grant. I, I play card games with you all year. I play fucking turn-based games with you all year. I fire up an anime, and I'm still not in the fucking upper echelon here with you. <laughs> Uh no, I've 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 been to some other stuff. Evangelion, then we'll talk. Wow, John, that's what I'm asking. How about I tell you all about Toem instead? Okay, okay, I'll I'll settle for that. It's Toem, Soldier Boy Toem. Oh boy, there it is. (laughs) There it is. There it is. I'm not talking about Braid here. I'm sorry. (laughs) Wow, wow. (laughs) No, like how do you even (laughs) get? <laughs> wow! I you, well, I I hate this. You know what? Guess what you just did, asshole! You what? just jacked what? the price up. That's of what? You just jacked You're the going price. Going to thirty k. You're going to thirty k right now. Oh, like no, like anyone's going to make it to twenty What's to begin that? with. Oh, somebody's going to save it up. How about I'm how at seven point five thousand casual coins? I may get there someday, but it it won't be today. Not today, <laughs> not ever. It's gonna be thirty. You just bet your <laughs> fucking bottom dollar on it. Fine, I've already got okay. it once. I listened to that so, episode, and you guys said some very nice things. Well, that'll we never did. happen again. That's, That's before you made some stupid comment like t- Soldier Boy Toem. Uh, uh, Bobby, yeah. tell, tell I stand him. by he, that joke. All right, we did a we did a quick look of the of the demo months ago. of that game. So if you if you're not yeah. familiar, hip to it, Tome is that really cool um, black and white and gray art style photography based exploration game. You mm-hmm. set out. Uh, your grandmother gives you a, a camera and an album. She says, "Go out, start your adventure, and check it out." We didn't know this when we did the quick look, but this is a short game, which is awesome. It's coming off the heels of a backlog episode. We needed something to be a W, and Toem is a big W for me. That game has charm for days. It's got an awesome style. It has an awesome soundtrack. The writing is so good in that game. I played this on the Switch, a system I hate, and yep. it played really great on the Switch. You hate it so much. I hate it so much you that I keep buying games. It's one of the new models of it. I did. Yeah. Um, honestly, I thought about that's one of the reasons I got this game because I thought on an OLED display, this might look pretty sharp. And, uh, <laughs> well, yep. Uh, 
turns out when you're waiting to play New World, you got some time to kill. And uh, I had about five and a half hours to kill of Toem. My God. Uh, I look, y'all. I actually 100 percent of this game. And, really? Yeah. Like I got. Ev- I did everything you could do in this game, and it's just. I, I think that this is a game that y'all need to check out. It should be on everybody's radar. It is a good sense of escapism. It's some positivity. I think it does a great job to cure some wanderlust if you have that. I think it also should I think it could also be a motivator for you to go out and do something you might be thinking about doing. And it's incredibly palatable. You can do this in a weekend. You can do it in one sitting if you're really brave. Um I my total hour count was like five and a half hours, and that was getting everything in the game. That's so, not bad. So not, not bad, bad at, at all. all. Um it's it's a world that I will say I wasn't quite ready to leave. But I was okay to go based off of other things going on. I wish I could. I wish I had a reason to go back and do more there. But it, it's not a difficult game. There's really not a lot of challenges. There are. There is a little puzzling in some of the worlds, but nothing too crazy. Um, I can't say enough great things about Toem. Uh, I, I believe it's on most platforms, and I think it's around twenty bucks. So a lot of reasons to check yeah. that game out. And slowing, I, I was slowing recommendation. I was sold on that game the the moment. We saw it. Did we, did we see it at the the Wholesome Games Direct or or like uh, a theme? It was like a summer game fest or something. I think when it yeah, first was around. Yeah, I feel like we saw something before we played it. But yeah, but I yeah, like that right. game. That game is really cool. Yeah, and I'm excited to try it for myself. I've I've purchased it on the Switch, and uh, I'll I'll get to it soon. Yeah, but it's that game. I can't wait. It's good. I I think Tome's fantastic. Uh, please, please, please go check that out. Support them. Uh, really cool shit. Uh, and, and if you're still having some wanderlust and if you're still wanting to get out and explore and if you're finding yourself on some sort of journey, both inward and outward, uh, look no further than a little game called Sable that dropped last Friday. And yeah. this is on Game Pass. It's out on, I think... Uh, it's not on Switch. Just about everything. But it's on, I believe, PC, Mac. I think it's on... Um, I know it's on Xbox, yeah. obviously. I think it's, it's on, on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It's on, yeah, it's on PlayStation. It's on Mac. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Basically everything but Switch. Okay. Uh, Sable is also a, a banger of a soundtrack. Uh, Japanese Breakfast made the soundtrack for this game, and, and it is such a perfect uh companion to the story that they're trying to tell Uh, i read an article today i can't remember where i saw this but somebody said sable is the best chill moments from breath of the wild and i think that's pretty accurate on on what you're getting into here um so you are you're playing a sable you and you are breaking away from your family and you build your own uh hover bike uh, the developers, and ch- this is a, a Chase Kinnicky first, in my opinion, but the developers le- later on reiterated this and doubled down on Chase's statement that uh, the opening shots of Jack Koo from The Force Awakens, where Rey is on her speeder, right here as Chase is showing us, is a uh, source of inspiration for how you would traverse this game. And it's really cool. Um, some things I didn't know from the demo I played that I think is awesome not only are you out on this pilgrimage, are you out like on the self-exploratory journey? Um, there's like three categories that they, they basically break down that you can, that you're like a path that you're following and you can follow all of them, but 
you're doing these objectives that will go towards it. So like the first one that you're working on is like a mechanic. And so they send you to find another mechanic. So after you build your bike, like, hey, go find my friend. He's a mechanic or they're a mechanic over here in this town. And as you're doing these things in that category, uh, it's unlocking things. And so the first thing that you can start to see is like the gear that you wear. So your gear is reflective of your of your skill set and your trade, which I think is a really cool concept of like how you would communicate what your what your skill sets are. But again, you can get multiple things. Uh, the writing on that game is really good. Uh, I like the compass on that a whole lot. You hold down a button and it brings up this uh, like holographic sphere around you. Yeah. And, and it shows you, yeah, your objectives. I really like the way that they've done that for sure. The game's art, um, you know, it's crazy. Like the last, I feel like the last few weeks that we've all been talking, there's been multiple games that I think are incredibly strong contenders for style. And I like have made my mind up each week on what's going to be the winner. And then I play another game. I'm like, fuck. Now we got now we got to talk about it. I think that that might be one of the hardest categories come game of the year this year, when it comes mm-hmm. to best style. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be fucking brutal. And Sable does a lot of things in that category that I think work really well. I could see how it might set some people off. Like one thing that still is weird for me is I'm playing this game at 60 frames a second, but the movement that they make Sable run in is is not 30 and so it's really strange like it's not quite the level of like into the spider verse like where it's like this is supposed mm-hmm. to be glitching but it definitely mm-hmm. is a little like what the fuck is going on here and like you settle into it um and i think that you're going to upgrade your speeder to be faster um i hope you are because it feels like it's moving much slower than what it should be for for where you're at so i'm looking to zip that thing around but i think it's got a lot of promise um, I think it's going to be a little bit simpler than maybe what we expected. Some of the puzzles on it aren't that challenging yet, but a game about exploring and a game about uh, self-identification, I think, is really important and really cool to to see as an art form. And again, the soundtrack uh, played against the game is a really cool experience in and itself. But Sable's fucking rad. You have no excuse not to check it out if you have Game Pass. It's on all those things. You can play on your phone. You can play on your PC. Your console. It needs to be played. It's a really cool yeah. game. Um, I will say uh, the little that I played of it has been on my Xbox One X and it has some performance issues. Oh, cool. um, really? On the Xbox One X, the most powerful no, console? Not, not the Series X. Oh, One I'm, X. Um, I'm sorry. The One X. Uh, but it's still, an easy know, mistake to make. Oh, yeah, no one would yeah. ever make a mistake. Like yeah. That. Come yeah. on, Patrick. How could you? So, um, it's so clear. Yeah, uh, so I, I stopped playing it there for that reason because it was kind of hindering my experience a little bit. And I'm, I have it on PC as well. I just I haven't checked it out there yet. Uh, but I've heard from other sources that on the other consoles it it, it hitches a little bit and mm-hmm. has some technical issues. But I don't think that detracts too much from the overall experience that uh, that they're going for. Okay um yeah more to come on sable i uh i'm probably a couple hours into it and um i want to see where it goes i don't think it's a very long game i might be be wrong on that it doesn't sound like it um but you're, you're past where you were in the demo right mm-hmm. yep uh and i exhausted about as much as i could out of the demo uh before before that it does it does kick things off a little differently than what the demo i mean it's almost the exact same thing but there's a, sm- a slight adjustment to like when you get your bike. 
Um, okay. And then the last thing I just want to, I, I can't remember how much I've talked about this game on the show. I know that we did a preview of it around the same time yeah. that we did the preview for. You, we talked about it a little bit. Because I remember, yeah. um, I think I, I downloaded the play test that okay. was available at the time. Uh, I just want to shout out Potion Craft that has entered into uh, officially an early access period. And uh, Potion Craft is a really, again, another one of those stylistic, really cool looking games. Um, you buy, you either inherit or buy a house and you decide to turn it into a potion shop. You have a garden and you also have uh, the town that comes in and there's a map uh, in your lab and this, you are exploring the map. So each ingredient gives you some sort of pattern or, or, or path on the map. And so like you can do, if I took just a mushroom, for example, and I put the mushroom in a cauldron. It's like a half journey on that map, but if I muddle that mushroom, however much I muddle it, extends the path upwards of double the length. And so you're you're trying to figure out what ingredients to, to piece together to map out a path to take clear water into some some potion. So you're trying to discover potions, and then at the same time you have a shop front where somebody's like, hey. I gotta fight a, fo- a frost troll. Do you have anything that can like heat up my sword? So you need to figure out how to make a fire potion. And you can save them to recipe book. And so like once you learn it, you can just click on it and then it automatically creates the potion for you. Mm. But since the demo that Chase and I did a quick look for, they've added quite a bit into it. There's legendary shit on it now. Like there's also a morality system. So people come through and wanna do bad things to the people in the town. And if you pay them, or I'm sorry, if you, if you, build a potion for them, it can lower your reputation. And so there's a pretty cool roadmap in the, if you, if you go into the main menu of the game where they're adding a bunch of shit, there's an entire like set of machinery in your basement that is going to come from like exotic and legendary ingredients and parts. And like, you can learn recipes. And once you learn recipes, you can restore your own shit. It seems like it's going to be pretty robust from a, a very simple, easy to navigate menu system. Um, it reminds me a little bit of the shopkeep that you had in Moonlighter. So uh, that game, I want to say, is like 17 bucks. I think, somewhere around that point on Steam if you do the early access. 15. Uh, how much? 15? Yep. Okay. 15 on Steam, early access. They have not said when they anticipate to hit 1.0. They have not said if it will be on anything. I, may, I shouldn't say they haven't said. I have not seen confirmation of when this game's coming out, and I have not seen confirmation on when to expect or where to expect this game. But Windows cur- is the only yeah. current platform for it. Uh, I, I like this game a whole lot. Stuff. It's got a lot of promise. Uh, it, might, it might be something that if I end up doing a solo stream one night, this would be a pretty fun game to stream, I think, and show off some of the mechanics to it. But it also looks really good. So check out Potion Craft. And uh, right. does, that, the- does that bring us to the Deathloop chat? Yeah, I've been playing Eastward and Deathloop. I'm very, very close on Deathloop. Um, I'm happy to talk about that with everybody that wants to hear about it. Should I take so, a break? I just go <laughs> download Sable on my PS5 and yes. be back later. Is it, out on play- it is on PlayStation, right? Confirmed? Yeah, it is. Yeah, apparently. No, tell me about the Deathloop. I- I'm not against this game. I just know that you guys, I have not been playing it. I know all three of you have been. I love this game. So do I. Uh, yeah. I think when it's all said and done, this may end up being my game of the year. Uh, 
like just based on how I'm feeling don't, about it. Don't say things you can't take back, John. I said may. It may be my game of the year. Okay. Um, but how how far along hour wise are you guys? Because it's it's impossible for me to know. Yeah, how close I am to completing a full loop with killing all of the different visionaries. Uh, but I can tell you uh, that uh, my hour count is eight and a half right now. And it seems like 16, 17 is about the time that I've seen for people who have completed a full loop and seen credits. Have you got, have either of you guys seen credits yet? No. Uh, completed it? So I, I think I'm really close. I'm at okay. 16.9 hours. Jeez. Okay. So I think I'm getting, but I have also, like, that's not been a consistent, like, you are doing everything in your power. Like, a good portion of that was just building up my, my inventory. Yeah. And, like, but I, I do, I do feel very confident. I think I just have to figure out one person and then I can go okay. through, I can do the entire loop. Go through and boom, boom, knock yeah. everybody out. Cool. Yep, I'm really close. Um, so yeah, I'm not I'm not that far at all. I actually started the game over. Um because oh, I felt yeah. like I was it's missing a it's a loop game. You oh, hush. Um no, I started the oh. whole game over because I felt like I was missing some like important story details. Okay. Because uh when the game first starts, like it throws a lot at you mm -hmm. very, very, very quickly. And it, the presentation is great, but it was just so much. I was like let me start over to make sure I I have a good foundation for what I the think hell that's I'm really fair do. because I think a lot of people like from the moment they announced this game with the trailers like okay what the fuck is this mm -hmm. like yeah how, um so I don't I don't think that that is unwarranted whatsoever but do you, yeah. do you feel like you're on firmer yeah uh, yeah ground now with, with yeah. what's going on yeah most definitely I love the entire atmosphere I, I mean I love the lore that the game is bringing um, all the like, you know, all the sci-fi elements, of course, you all know, I'm a, I'm a sci-fi yeah. dork. So that, like everything uh, about this game is delivering the voice acting, like everything about this game is just delivering yeah. on all. Fronts. I think, I think that the, the, the banter between Colt and Juliana so good. is so good. Uh, and I, I guess, especially, I really love whenever future tech but it's like it was developed in the 60s, mm -hmm. you know, so it, it has that art deco look Retro to it. Retro future. Yeah. And it, I just I'm such a sucker for that stuff. Mm -hmm. And like I, I've been showing off uh, like lots of the stuff to, to my wife, who who is a designer and mm. always appreciates, you know, nicely curated art and stuff in games. And she even she like came by and commented. And she's like, what is this game? This looks beautiful. Um, but. When she said uh, that to you, guys... you. No, she said no, she didn't. Uh, um, what do you guys think of um, like the gunplay though? Like the actual game part of it. How are you finding that? The gunplay feels a little that's probably the weakest part of the game for me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They it doesn't feel very strong. I don't know. I don't know how to how to describe it. Like it all feels very loose. It feels very, very, very loose. Okay. Um, like there's not not a lot of weight to them. But again, I'm not I'm not very far, so that could change, you know, with later guns. But um, but right now it just all feels very loose to me. The combat okay. in general just feels very loose. Okay. You you will get 
like unique weapons and stuff mm-hmm. uh, that have like different st- stats and skills that are associated with them. Uh, I don't know if you've messed at all with tr- the trinkets that you pick up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, like I think all that stuff, like kidding out. Like there's a lot of um, like making uh, a build in a yeah. way, right? Like Bobby, do you have like the slabs you like to use, the guns you like to use, the trinkets you like to use that you like you found yeah, a specific I've method. Got, I've got to how you like to play the game. This is like tuned in and to the point now where like I'm pretty OP when it when it comes yeah. to scenarios. Like I've gotten to <laughs> there's like not a good way to talk about this without coming across like maybe a little fucked up, but I've gotten to a okay. point now with like the visionaries when I go through the loop, like Killing them's not enough for me. It's like, how do I fuck with them the most? And oh, so, so you, you want to humiliate them? I do. I do. Humi- <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I got to a point where there there was one that was trying to use uh, blink or shift on me. And I was able to basically, like, shift around their shift a few times. Mm-hmm. And... I also am not shooting people that are visionaries. I'm kicking them to where they fall down and smashing their head. Like, that's... It's just oh like... Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm fine, really. I'm, I'm okay. A little sadistic, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Are you taking out any uh, aggression that you may be feeling from other aspects of your life on the... No, 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 no. I'm just trying to add a little bit of, bit of fun to it. Um, but... He renames all the visionaries Johnny <laughs> and... <laughs> like... It's I, like if you were playing Hitman and you only assassinated people with expired cans of tomato sauce. That would be it. But no, I've, <laughs> I've, um, I will say, Patrick, like for me, like I'm playing, I don't know where you're playing this at, but, uh, I see PC. Okay. I, and you, I don't, if I remember correctly, you don't like using a mouse and keyboard, right? No. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm playing with the dual sense myself. I, I have been using mouse and keyboard exclusively for this and love it. I think it feels great. Um, the one thing that's a little strange is, is that I, I found the range of some of these weapons to be pretty wild. Like, like I can use, so what's the, what's the name of the, like, hand cannon? Oh, God. The four-pounder? Uh, four-pounder. Some, yeah, that sounds I right. Think, I think that's it. Um, there's one of those that you get from Visionary that does emit, like, a toxic cloud of gas mm-hmm. whenever it hits. I killed myself with my gun. There's a, <laughs> well, actually, you can get a perk, Johnny, that ignores that. I am. Um, but I didn't have that at the time, though. That gun, I can use that gun up close, or I was able to have the same range on it that I had with one of the rifles, and I, I found that to be like that's been my my gun that I start out with quite a bit because I can do that and then use the Nexus to to loop everybody up and have a pretty good time with it. Um, I like the gun, the gameplay a lot. I think it builds off of what Dishonored did. Honestly, like I don't think did any of you play the new Prey, not the old one, but the one that they redid. Mm-mm. No, I didn't. I've, I watched the no clip docs about them. Pray, <laughs> think so, they're neat. So Prey but... feels so much more like a proof of concept for this game. Like I think that it's it's interesting how they brought in some of the the attributes. I've heard of that. Yeah, I've seen other people say that. Like, yeah, it's wild. Especially the Moon Crash DLC sounds like that's where this Deathloop game. kind of was born. Yeah, yeah, I could see that for sure. And like I didn't finish Prey, like again, it's a little too spooky for me. But uh, the the gunplay and the abilities specifically combined in Prey, I can I can see where this game manifested from. 
Um, I think the writing is phenomenal. I think it's it's a very smart and respectful game where, you know, other time loop games, I feel like I would need to have, like, scratch paper handy. Like, this game does a good job of, like, giving me the the hints that I've uncovered in a, in a really palatable way that I, I, I dig. And, and Johnny, I mean, the game has... I, I mentioned this earlier about style. You know, each week I'm playing a new... September was full of style, and this game kicked it off for me. Like, this game... Mm-hmm. looks so good like best looking category 100 percent. like i think it's way up there and yeah. um i really like you know a lot of mod vintage stuff i love mid-century stuff and i think a lot of that's here in this game um i love i love colt i think colt's a, f- a fantastic character i like i like juliana so funny yeah his, the, the guy that does his voice is is so great well um, especially the moments when you get like him talking to himself about shit like I love that. Like when things are going off the rail and he's he's commenting about like what he's doing to cause it or like navigate it, I think mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. And uh it's just really cool. Like it's really cool to see the choices they're making with all the representation of all the visionaries and how they play together and like just their sadistic little circle and like where Colt seemingly fits into that. Like I think it's fucking great. I think it's yeah, really cool. learning how much he was involved with all that stuff. Yeah, it's. I really like the um, I don't know if idle idle dialogue is the right word, but like if you're if you try to pick up ammo or something and it's full, and he's like, "Don't get greedy, Colt." Yep, I think that's like, really good. Yeah, uh, uh, the ability to 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 double down. So, like, what I will say, Patrick, I don't know if you're aware of this, but like, if you've got a slab, if you come across that slab again in the game, it goes back as an ar- into your arsenal as an upgrade. Mm-hmm. And so there's some okay. there's some really wild shit like because you it's not like there's like one or two for like I have I think four three or four for one ability that I can swap in and out of and mm-hmm. so like it goes from like health leeching to like the shift one just gets downright silly on like how far you can go with that like it's really cool so there's a build I can make now where like you make no sound when you you make less sound. When you're running, you don't make any sound. I can shift mm-hmm. multiple places, and I got a gun that's silent. So if I really wanted to go in and play this stealth, I could. But if I want to go in guns blaze, and I've got a build for that too, and uh, I, I'm having a hell of a, a great time with just like the infusing system. I think is brilliant, and like this kind of um, give and take that you have on these runs. Like, well, I won't have this gun for the rest of it, but I'll at least have this in my inventory. And so there's a there's this really weird, like the same way I think about guns in Destiny sometime, but like I want to collect yeah, all these. Like I was gonna say that, yeah. There's something here with it. So I I did yeah, that I was, a lot. I was very surprised at the at the depth, you know, with the weapon systems and things like that. Because again, like Johnny was saying earlier, like none of it was no, no, nothing about this game was ever really explained, mm-hmm. right? Like the marketing was just very like stylish. Um, and you know, we knew that it was like a it was like a time loop game, but we didn't know anything about the other like gameplay systems or like the general story of it at all. So all so the entire game is just there's so much there, you know, that I think I would have appreciated more if they would have told us about that like ahead of time. You know what I mean? But yeah, but yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, but like, but yeah, like you were saying, um, yeah, 
the depth, everything about this game is just it's just fantastic. I can't I can't say any more than what you all have already said, especially because you're further than, than I am in the game. But I'm going to try to finish that up this weekend. I'm going to like really, really go in because the game of the year is coming out next week and I have to be able to play it. I, I think that we'll probably. For the most part, like I don't want to speak for everybody here, but I think moving forward this year, you probably won't hear too much from me, at least on this game until mm-hmm. game of the year time. Because uh, yeah. I'm at that point where I'm buttoning this up, and I, I think that I've definitely exhausted all my feelings on it. Um, mm-hmm. We got a quick look that you can go check out. Uh, it's a very long quick look, but again, like the systems Patrick's talking about, we spend a good chunk of time we, at the beginning, like trying to set that up. We had to find a way to make it make sense yeah. what we were doing. Um, so yeah, uh, I think I've got a. I've got a couple of questions as a person who hasn't played this game and and just the bits that I've seen and I still don't feel like I really have answers to. The the first one is what is progression really like? Because I I know it's got like a you you can die twice and then the last time you restart Mm -hmm. the loop. But what happens if you get to the end of a loop? Are there levels exactly or are you going to... yeah, like what? What? How do you progress in this game other than like just upgrading uh, your guns or upgrading the different things that you can take with you in the next loop? So, yeah, I mean that that is part of it. So you have morning, noon, afternoon, and evening. Uh, there are four levels. Each one has a different layout or thing depending on the time of day that you're there. Um, as you progress, you are collecting this resource called residuum that you then use to infuse the gear that you've picked up along the way. And so you're also getting these slabs, which are like skills. And you can have two of those equipped at once. Uh, So you're killing the visionaries, you're taking their slab, and then you are infusing those so you can keep them on your next loop that you go through. So that is the progression, is you're you're getting to the point where you can keep the gear that you want to keep because if you if you go through a loop and you don't infuse anything and the loop starts over again, you're back at square one. Like it'd be like a roguelike basically, where like you mm-hmm. the day's over or you die and you just start with Colt's basic weapon uh and the trinket and the the one slab it gets, which is the being able to die twice. So um, is it is it possible? Because could somebody just jump in and play this game for one loop and kill all the visionaries and see credits at the very beginning? No. no. So it's okay. not. It doesn't so do no, that. It's not so the one. It's th- not a roguelike in that sense. Like no, you do not. have to progress in the game. Yeah, because you're you're finding clues. Uh, you're you're seeing like letters and and me- instant messages, uh, audio recordings that then reveals more information. Is like oh, this is happening at this time of day at this location so i know if i go there i can do this and like so you've got uh, you've got two menus chase that like to like be as direct on answering that question as i can you've got two menus that that really do more for progression than like even the weapons so there's not an actual like xp or leveling in this none of that shit's here but every single time that you find one of the things johnny's mentioning about it goes to one of those lists sometimes both and so you might learn something about the area that you're in that, hey, this time of day, this place catches on fire. And if you don't figure out that fire, you can't access it in the evening. It's preventable. And so you learn what causes the fire. That progression is now carried over. And that's in the form of codes. That's in, in each player. It's like Johnny has a different sequence of codes. Patrick does and I do. So we can't share those codes. They're all in the, in the game. 
And so like if I come across a safe code or if I come across a, a countdown code or a container code, I couldn't be like, hey, Patrick, here's the code. And then he could just run through it. But there's going to be other things. It's like you learn about not only a visionary, but there might be a situation in time where like maybe more than one, one visionary is in a place at a time, which Juliana is feeding you seemingly as you're playing the game. If you're listening to her dialogue, like there's rules that they all have and you'll uncover it throughout mm-hmm. the game. But like one of the rules is visionaries can't be in the same room together because of the shit that's happening yep. with Colt. Yeah, because it makes them more vulnerable, sure. So, like, you're going to learn about progression, and so in the menus, you have one for your visionaries that looks more like a mind node, like a mind map. So it might say chase, and then there's a bunch of empty boxes beyond it, and you're filling in those boxes, and once you fill up all those boxes on your run, you get a cutscene. It's like, okay, you know exactly how to kill chase, and you can do that now. And then it does that for each visionary based off of you finding the pieces and it doesn't tell you what to do. So you have to fill that in. And sometimes it's because you went and just listened to a conversation a visionary had, or you read one of their diaries at a different time of day that then unlocks something in the morning. So like, I thought I had somebody figured out and based off new information, like, Hey, actually you can't do that anymore because your only shot for this is now this. And so you got to figure out all this shit. And so my progression gets redirected. So Yes, it carries progression. Yes, it carries weapons over, but not in the like not in your leveling ability. Um, and as you and this is the big one. So as you start to kill visionaries, the game has a system that is going to compound difficulty level. But with that, it increases rarity of loot. And so if I start the morning off and I kill kill somebody, as the game like each part of the day goes on the difficulty is increasing, but you're getting more purple drops. You're getting yeah. more rare shit with yeah, it. There'll be, there'll be more traps played for you. Uh, Juliana will start invading your game every time you go out. Um, yeah, it, it, it scales and yeah. So it's a little set. bit more like a, a Majora's Mask in that way, where you're filling out that bomber's notebook and yep. you, know, you, have to, you have to do a couple things to know <laughs> the stuff to unlock yeah. it in the game to be able to continue forward. This okay. is the, this is the Majora's Mask of 2021. Is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's uh, that's all I have to say about Deathloop. I don't know if well, you guys. Well, I had a I had a second question. Um, okay. It, and that's about more like the environments that you're running through. Mm-hmm. So when I think about something like Prey or Dishonored Two even though I didn't really like Dishonored 2 that much, I think about the the really cool level design that mm-hmm. goes in there. You have, uh, in Dishonored 2, you have that mansion that you can shift kind of between the two versions of. Uh, you have the Clockwork Mansion. You've got, like, lots of interesting, cool level design. And from what I've seen, and I, I'll admit, I haven't seen a ton of this game, but what I've seen in this game is kind of just walking around an island and shooting some people like shooting some people at some docks or shooting some people over here and i haven't really seen anything that made me go oh that's arcane's cool ass level design at work is is there something there for for somebody who's looking for cool innovative levels like in previous arcane games uh i mean i can think of a couple of areas that the visionaries are located in that have unique themes and um I, I, I can't get too deep into it without 
like spoiling stuff. Well, like I, I know there's Patrick, one that's, but... that's got like everybody's got the fox masks on. Like that's like everybody's wearing the same kind of mask, and mm-hmm. it makes it hard to know which visionary who's the visionary. Uh, and I I guess uh, they they kind of got that from Dishonored One, right? There's a there's like a dinner party you go to that's similar that everybody wears masks. So it kind of hey we we kind of up the ante with some of the ideas that we had from Dishonored One. Um, okay, I, I really just wanted to know I, if there were cool, interesting levels, or if it was just kind of going around. I have one thought on that, but I want to, Patrick. Do you have anything that you want to add on that that you've no, encountered? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Okay, mine will be super brief. Again, to Johnny's point, but I think that the trick here, if we're looking for like a trick or like a sleight of hand by Arcane, is like I can literally go to one of these four spots at multiple times of the day, and there's certain things that change throughout the day on this level. And what I mean by that is just like that fire is like, I used that example earlier, like that shut down in a, a part of the level that I could use to like traverse and, and do stuff through. So like, I think that maybe things aren't changing or is are majestic or maybe it's like, Oh shit, that's a very drastic change. But not only does the town physically change the people in the town, because there's people that like know that they, like everybody's on this island is aware that they're going to die and start the day over again, and so the behavior progressively reflects that. Like you might come across like there's a part that I'm not going to spoil where like they're just experimenting in their own way of like, well, how could we end this today? And that does something in the level that maybe you wouldn't have seen before, or the timing of like I did some shit in the morning that has now opened up this whole new opportunity that was never here before on this t- part of town at this part of day. And I think that's really fucking cool. It's not nearly yeah. as like sneaky or tricky or flashy as like a, a, a changing mansion or some of the stuff in Dishonored. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's not like a, it's not like a glowing set piece kind of thing mm-hmm. that people can go, Oh, that's yeah. the blank level. It's more than I, it builds on itself yes. over time. I get, I would equate it more uh, in some ways to Hitman, you know, where you are playing these levels repeatedly and you're learning where things are and, how sequence of sequences of events play out and you're mastering those levels, but they are still like Bobby said, there's things you can do to affect, you know, what happens later on in the day. Um, yeah. And I personally, I'm, I'm a big fan of all that stuff that's going on in this game. Yeah. Um, same. So excited to see more of it. That's death loop. That's death loop. Mm hmm. Johnny, uh, Patrick, yeah. anything else, Patrick, that you've got that you want to sh- shout out? Um, as far as what I've been playing, yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of Overwatch. Me and my friend Tegan, we've been getting ready for Overwatch Two, um, which still doesn't have a release date. But yeah, is that coming out? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Blizzard's yeah. Got other stuff to worry about right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do, but uh, they um, they had the Overwatch League uh, Grand Finals over the over the weekend and um some of the uh the pro teams actually played um uh, the most the most recent build of overwatch 2 um which is very 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 interesting to see because do you all play overwatch at all or mm-hmm. i, I have played it, I don't. not for a long time not for a long time yeah so the biggest thing about overwatch 2 is that it's 5v5 instead of 6v6 um, I, so, I do remember hearing that Who do you- yeah yes did they get who do I play as? Yeah, who do you play as? And did they get rid of? Didn't they get rid of like a, a type for that change too? Or is that not true? Am I making that up? Just one less type? tank, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just one less tank, and they had to redesign all of the tanks to accommodate this new uh, 
to uh, accommodate this change, basically. So I my my main tank is Reinhardt, aka Big Time Ryan. Um, Ryan, and right. and, uh, and then also my second tank is the off tank Zarya, my buff queen, as I call her. And um, it was very interesting to see this to see this all play out. So yeah, so that's mainly it. Just playing some competitive Overwatch, getting ready uh, for for Overwatch two. So me and Tegan can dive in very 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 quickly as soon as it whenever they have a release date for it, <laughs> which we don't know when yeah. that's going to happen. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, it's yeah. eventually. It's Johnny and I were talking off pod today. We're not going to get into it right now, folks, but it's hard. Like, he asked me, Hey, did you pick up Diablo 2? And I was like, You know, like, I got Diablo 3, and I think that it's doing a lot of cool things right now. I've got way too much shit going on, but like, I also a little conflicted. And I'm sure that you, mm -hmm. as somebody who's currently enjoying actively one of those games, has got to be hard. And we've talked, yeah. we've talked a little bit on the show with you specifically about things. And like, I know it's a, it's a shitty thing to have to make people who like what you do make harder decisions yep exactly i think there was an interview with the director of uh diablo 2 recently and you know they're just like eh, you know yes things are happening with our company you yeah. know like if you want to buy the game yeah I mean, it's not like there are, aren't <laughs> you know. good people that work for that right. company. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. And who, who are like, you know, pour their heart and soul into to making this stuff. Shit, like, so it's, yeah. if I curious, was it Vicarious that got picked up by them recently? They I joined mean, them. they're merged into yeah. basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. just, and, yeah. and that's why it's really hard to, to make like a, a firm stance on something like a boycott. It's like, ah, 100%. You're, you're hurting a lot of people who don't deserve to get hurt. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's it's tough, but but yeah. you're right. Like Bobby, we also have friends who play WoW, and and mm -hmm. hearing some of their stories about you know just some of the trepidation they have of of continuing to support a game like that while while the company is still yep. going under what it's going under. I I've never played Diablo two before. I would really like to. I I didn't love Diablo three, but I know Diablo two is the classic one. Mm -hmm. And uh, but. <laughs> I think more more than Blizzard's troubles, it's to what Bobby said. It's I don't have time to play a remake of a game or a remaster of a game when there 100%. are so many brand new games that yeah. I need to play right now. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, yes, like I bought so my Castlevania Advance Collection, and I'm like, okay, great. When the fuck am I going to play these? <laughs> I'm not going to mm -hmm. play these anytime soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you have them. You got. I have them. He just thinks to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Patrick, you've been playing Deathloop and Overwatch. Anything else you want to sh yeah. shine a light on before we move on? Oh, you know, I'm I'm only here to talk about one game, baby. But we'll get there later. All right. We'll get there, Johnny. You've yeah. got some updates outside of Deathloop here. Some nuggets. Yeah. Oh, hit me with those spicy uh, nugs. Uh, so three four three had another uh, Halo Infinite test flight over the weekend, uh, and they're going to have yet another one this coming weekend. Some big team battle. Uh, this weekend, they actually opened it up to uh, like 4v4. It wasn't just playing against bots. Uh, so I got to get my first taste of just maybe how rusty I am at Halo. Um, mm. and Are you playing this on your Xbox or on your PC? I played it on both. Okay. Um, so I wanted to test it on the Xbox. I wanted to test it on the PC. Obviously, it runs and looks better on the PC. Okay. Uh, the Xbox does have a uh, performance mode though, so like it will run in 60 FPS. Uh, it's hooked up to a 1080p TV, so I really don't care <laughs> about the visual fidelity there. Right. Um, but 
like the gameplay still feels great. Like I'm even more excited than I was before. Uh, like I was a bit rusty, but I still had like a run of games where I was, you know, top of the leaderboard, uh, getting 15 to 20 kills. Um, they had some capture the flag and um, it's it's good, man. Like I'm I'm really excited to see that game when it finally comes out fully, play the campaign and then just get lost in that multiplayer for a while. Because that's that's where I spend. December has the, never been so far away. I know. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for that. Excited to check out Big Team Battle this weekend. Uh, I know I sent you at a, a friend code I could send or a code I could send to a friend to also play on PC. I sent that to you, Bobby. Uh, hopefully we can yeah, link I, up this I, weekend. I got it, got it downloaded. Sweet. Um, other than that, uh, I have some, some bite-sized takes here. Uh, yeah. We talked about Sable already. I'm enjoying that from what I played. I also, uh, a few weeks ago, I picked up Fights in Tight Spaces. Um, Sorry. That's good. You, didn't say what, you didn't say it's full title. Oh, you mean Fights in Tight Spaces? To no. the tune of uh, it's, nice and song. it's called Game of the Year Fights in Tight Spaces. Mm. <laughs> uh, so please. Come out first. Uh, come out first. That's true. Before it can be Game of the Year. Potential Game of the Year candidate. We have a potential Donkey uh, Kong kill screen, potential yeah. Game of the Year <laughs> happening. Uh, Casual Monday favorite. Yes. Yeah. And look, I, I watched most of those streams that you guys did of that game, and I knew How I was going to enjoy it. Uh, and it turns out that game is really fucking good because I, oh, yeah. I played it for about two hours today uh, on my break and then a little while after work. And goddamn, like it's I can't I'm, I'm, I, I can't say anything that hasn't been said about that besides it's everybody should play it. I'm I'm obviously like I'm still learning like myself how the game plays. So I, I haven't had a, a full successful run yet, uh, but yeah, I haven't. I've unlocked a few decks. I got the aggressive deck. I use that. That's a good one. And then, oh man, man, I'll tell you what. I think my favorite way to play that still. Uh, I like the the turtle deck that we had with the defensive build is just so fucking yeah, good. It gets it gets so dirty. It just gets so dirty. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, really, really enjoyed that. I'm definitely going to spend some more time with that in the coming days and weeks. Uh, Bobby, you berated me. And to buying this next game, uh, Eastward. Can't believe I said, had to berate you into this, Mister. I, I, I would to... like retroactively berate you into also buying Eastward. Yeah, uh, Eastward's cool. I, I played through the first dungeon, which is just like the opening of that game. Uh, probably, I don't know. I probably played for like an hour uh, yesterday after work, and it seems real good. Uh, the writing seems really charming. Um, I like that your weapon is a frying pan. Uh, I thought that was kind of fun. I can see P. Brown and making some music about this. You better believe it. Um, <laughs> I really, I, I, I think this game could be a good source of inspiration for you. Oh, you better fucking believe Although it. Although, right I mean, I don't, I don't want to talk too much about Eastward because Bobby and I have done plenty of that last week. Sure. But I, I will say, I feel like that game, it's like, somehow gives a bad impression of of how the rest of that game is because you start underground and i'm not going to mm -hmm. say it looks bad because it still looks great underground yeah but once you get above ground Holy and see shit. the surface 
Yeah, Jesus still, Christ, that game is incredibly below ground. Yeah, um, so like you're you're seeing it and you're like, oh, this game looks nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And then once you get outside, you'll just go, holy shit! I can't believe they made a game look this good. It's yeah. like I think, man, <clears throat> I didn't get to talk about like I I had to retroactively like feel the things that you all felt with Final Fantasy VII. And like hearing you all talk mm-hmm. about leaving Midgar and like mm-hmm. being there for the first time on the remake. And I remember distinctly like looking up and feeling like trapped in that mm-hmm. in the remake about like, fuck man, like I'm down here in these shacks, like looking up at this city. But like hearing Jesse and those the crew talk a little bit about like life beyond the plate and like what that would look like. And then hearing you all talk about like what happens when you leave there and like Honestly, like that's what's got me so fucking hyped for the next installment of that game. But I got like that same sensibility to Chase's point about like breaking out of the underground and going up to the surface and this and like because you're not supposed to be there. Like it's it's just not supposed to be something you do. I'm not going to say why, but like when Is you it like leaving the vault and Fallout. Yeah, it's a little bit like that. It's yeah. a little bit like the uh, what's the what's the Cloverfield sequel? Oh. Something, something like oh eight Cloverfield Lane. Yes, yeah, that was, yeah. yeah, a little mm. bit like that too. Where it's like, oh, should I be scared of what's up there, or should I be more scared of you know, what you guys are telling me down here? Yeah, I mean, we talk about it on the quick look. We talk about it when you and I gushed over this game for a while, but I, I got strong like Joel and Ellie vibes from this as well, like Last of Us, but not mm-hmm. scary. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Like just going out onto the surface and doing this, like the the attention to detail that they make you feel so immersed in what's going on. And to Chase's point, like it changes above ground drastically from time to time. It's wild, man. Like it's it's from a science fiction standpoint, like it is a, a fucking trip. It it's it's captivated me in ways that like I never thought possible from like a video game that looked like this. I'm like adding like depth and sense to like 16 bit art. Like it feels so lived in, but also like so fucking vulnerable at the same time. It's crazy. This game is insane. Eastward is so good. God damn, that game's yeah. good. I would much rather get an HBO miniseries about this game than Last of Us. I disagree there because I think that game's going to Anyway, Eastward, I would love to see it. Maybe now that I watch anime, they might do something with that and I can see it that way. Um, but we'll see. I'm very uh, interested in, in this game as well. Uh, so yeah, Eastward. All right. Johnny, play more of that game. I will. Okay. All right. I think That's we did it. for me. We've got, right. we've got through it. It's that All time. Right, it's time, guys. We're, uh, we're going to do what we're supposed to do on this show. Let's talk about the games of October. And, you know, just... We haven't said this for a bit, but just a just a little warning, little uh, you know clarification. We're not going to talk about every single game that's coming out in October. That would be uh, long and difficult because there's just too many fucking games. We're going to talk about the ones that that have us most excited or mm-hmm. are some of the bigger ones of the month, mm-hmm. and uh, and so that's kind of where we go. There's uh, we're trying not. I I looked through these. There's nothing that's a Japanese release date. Uh, save technically halfway kind of one of them. Um, but uh, yeah, we're, I mean, and if you're in the chat there and you have a game that you want us to talk about that, that comes out in October, please, uh, please throw it out there. So 
Before we get into exactly what the games of October were or are, let's talk about what the games of September were. And let's start by looking through our picks for September. This is what we did on our last preview. And see how those turned out, because uh, maybe they didn't go so well. Who knows? Uh, so let's see. On my list, I had Eastward, which we just talked about. Big fan. Uh, Sable, which I'm downloading now. I forgot that game was coming to, to PlayStation consoles. I thought that was PC and Xbox only. So uh, I'm actually really excited that I get to play Sable now. I, I think I've probably had this realization on the podcast before and forgot about it. Uh, and then my last one was Astria Ascending. I don't think that game's out yet. I think that comes out in like a day or two. Um, but uh, I, I'll probably wait to get that one because I've got enough other stuff to play, but I'm still really excited about that. So Bobby, you also... Okay, so it it just came out. Um, Bobby, you also got uh, Eastward and Sable on your list, so we know about yep. those. Uh, you also have Lost in Random, a game that we did a quick look about. How, how are you still feeling about Lost in Random? I, I like it. I have not gone back to it. Um because of these other games we just talked about, but it is something that I am going right. to see through and I enjoy quite a bit. Okay. Uh, and Johnny, you had uh, mm -hmm. Deathloop as well, and then you had WarioWare Get It Together and Tales yeah. of Arise. I know yeah. you bought and played some Tales of Arise. I yeah. don't know if you've bought and played WarioWare, have you? I haven't. I, the reviews came out for that, and they were... Middling. Middling. Uh, and so I decided to hold off on that. Yeah. That's a real shame, because I, I love WarioWare, and and yeah, there's something about, hey, we just put a bunch of different characters in there, and they all play differently. Not yeah. sure that's quite what I was looking for. I think what I'll probably do is just play WarioWare on my analog pocket <laughs> whenever I get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, WarioWare, Wario Twisted. Twisted's the, mm -hmm. the one to play. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. And then uh, and the Tales of Arise, you're... I know. A very long oh, RPG. That's... I'm about five hours into that and enjoying okay. it very much. Cool. And, and then, Patrick, you weren't on our September preview episode, but mm -hmm. uh, you you did write down a couple games here that you liked in September. Mm -hmm. uh, you have Deathloop, which, again, we've talked about. And then uh, you have Splitgate. You want to talk yeah. a little bit more about Splitgate? Yeah, I know the open beta started started in August, but Splitgate slaps. <laughs> I oh, love it. It's real good. Love yeah. me some split gate, baby. Um, it feels like it's coming out at a really good time where yeah. or, or like getting big at a really good time where you know the the monthly big shooters, your Call of Duties, your Battlefields, your Halos aren't coming out until later in the year. So this kind of mm -hmm. has a place where people can jump in and, and do a, a multiplayer online yeah. uh, thing and have a good time. Yeah. And I think just like we talked about last time, we talked about split gate, like it feels like a throw, you know, like a throwback to those, you know, to like the Halo era. So I think, I think the timing may have been a little, a little deliberate to have it, you know, the open beta start before, sure. <laughs> before, uh, uh, before Halo comes out, you know, to kind of like just ride, ride that wave. But yeah, no, Splitgate, Splitgate slaps. I, I play it, I don't know, maybe like 30 minutes every day, just like, just a little bit, just like one or two rounds in. It's so good. I love it. Nice. And, and I think we talked about the last time we talked about Splitgate, but the, the server queues are non-existent, or like short to non-existent these yeah. days. I think they fixed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Yeah, 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 not bad at all. I never wait more than like 15 seconds max. Okay. So, Bobby, you can play a couple games of Splitgate while you're waiting for new world queues. I could play, oh, I, I, so this is really quick. I literally beat, I beat Oem. <laughs> 
for the most part. <laughs> I would say all but 30 minutes of Toem was completed. On one screen, I had my queue open. On the other screen, I had my Switch playing. And I literally did that. Um, that's that's how that went. Like That's how long it took me to get into that game. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, let's get into some free games, free games that we'll get in the month of October, and we'll start with Xbox Games with Gold. On the Xbox One, from October 1st to October 31st, the entire month, you can get, I believe it is pronounced Aero? A-A-R-O? Um, it, A-A-E-R-O. A-A-R-O. Yes, exactly. Thank you for mind-licking with me there. Um, I think this is a really cool-looking rhythm game that uh, that kind of has some elements of res and a little bit of like thumper or maybe even like Star Fox in there where, you know, it's, it's partly kind of a shooter, uh, but it's also you're kind of going on rails as well to the music. It is definitely a rhythm game that kind of has a highway to it. Um, it looked really good. It's got a it's got a really nice look to it. I think people should check it out. Uh, and then also a game called Hover, which is coming out uh, or which is going to be free from October 16th to November 15th. So you got a little bit more time on that one. Um, and that seems like the closest thing to a new Jet Set Radio future. It just that looks we're like Jet Set Radio future. <laughs> it really does. It really, really does. So if that's your jam, and why wouldn't it be? Uh, Hover might be something why to check out too. It be? On the Xbox 360, these games are compatible with Xbox One, so you can get them there as well. Um, Castlevania Harmony of Despair is uh, all of October, October 1st to October 31st. Um, did anybody know about Harmony of Despair? I don't, I don't feel like I remembered it at all, but this is a 2D Castlevania that is, that it, that was made for the 360 and, and PS3. I don't remember this, but I also am just not, I, I never really played Castlevania, so. Yeah. Oh, like, I, I remember I, this one. I never played it, but I do remember it. This was a big deal when it came out. Really? Because I, yes. I remember, like, Lords of Shadow, which was the 3D brawler one. And and that came out on 360. And I also remember um, that Symphony of the Night pretty famously came out on on Xbox Live Arcade at one point. But this was also an Xbox Live Arcade game and a, and a PSN game on PS3. And mm. uh, because Castlevania does fun stuff uh, with with their subtitles or their their second titles there, like uh, I'm thinking about um, Dawn of Sorrow for the DS. Dawn D of Sorrow S. Uh, this ah. one's called Harmony of Despair because it's HD. Because it was, yeah, yeah. Good job, Johnny. You you caught the you got caught it. the <laughs> Um So that's that's kind of neat. Um, I I can't remember though if that game was was good or not, but uh, you can get it for free and you can test it out yourself. Yeah. Uh, and then also we are getting Resident Evil Code Veronica X. That's uh, ten sixteen to uh, October thirty first. Finishing out the month there. This is an HD remaster of the original PS2, or not the original, of the PS2 version of Code Veronica X, which itself is an enhanced version of Code Veronica, which originally came out on the Dreamcast. Dreamcast yeah. So the, the X has a little bit of extra content, and then this version is a, is a remastered one that came out on the Xbox 360. What so. a silly, silly game. <laughs> Cold yeah. Veronica, Cold Veronica was not good. <laughs> That's when you play as Claire, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you play as Queen Claire, and yeah. they gave her a shitty game. <laughs> mm. That's too bad. Damn. Uh, moving on to PlayStation Plus, 
And we've got a few games here. One of them, the for PS5 exclusively, is Hell Let Loose, which is a game we'll be talking about here in a bit on the upcoming games. That's a World War II shooter. And then for the PS4, Mortal Kombat 10? X. X. MKX. Hell yeah. Hell they call yeah. it X. Okay. Hell yeah. But it, it is the 10th Mortal Kombat Hell yeah. mainline 10th one, but it, they're calling it X. It's like an iPhone, you know? Except yep. there was no 9. Mortal Kombat had a 9. That's the difference. It was the re- yeah, that was the official reboot of the series. 9 was the reboot. Right, right. Yeah. A- Apple decided not to reboot uh, the, the iPhone with a 9 and just went straight to X. Cowards. I, I just I just like keep continuing to say Apple on this show because I know it makes one person on the podcast uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on, uh, what will make that person a little bit more comfortable is that we're getting a golf game for free on your PlayStation Damn. 4 PGA Tour Good. 2K21. Golf game. Uh, Bobby, you have, you have this? this game, right? You've played I, this game? I have, I have this game. Yeah, I have it on. You can get this game for free on your PlayStation 4. Um, you can find it on PC for like 10 to 12 bucks. And I think that's the place to play it, Johnny. It, it looks so good on PC. Um, it's Thanks, no, I, I don't know if you should play it. This is a fucking hardcore sim. It is. It no, is, it's not like Mario golf. This is like, this is probably the most sim golf game I've played ever. It's good though. It's, uh, it's so on really... Friday when we play Mario Golf together, <laughs> uh, you're just going to be bitching about the realism and how it's not. You know, it's not. Like it depends. I might just be busy watching anime that night. Um, mm. So we'll mm. see. Um, that's what right. I, I do that now. So I mean, who knows yeah. what my Friday's going to look yeah. like? Noted, noted anime fan, Bobby P. Holy shit, Bobby! Uh, why don't you uh, continue being your uh, your smartass self and tell us what's uh, coming to Game Pass this month? Uh, yeah. So Game Pass is going to be getting some pretty nice updates in October. Uh, first up, we get Phoenix Point coming to console only on October first. Uh, a a that. game that I'm ex- already out on PC. It is out on PC. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, another game that I have been anxiously awaiting that is going to be on uh, Game Pass as well is called Moonglow Bay. More to come on that one. Okay. That's going to be available on console and PC October 7th. Uh, we talked about Back for Blood, maybe off pod, but we've talked about it on the show when that demo came out. But Back for Blood is going to be on console, PC, and cloud day mm-hmm. and date, October 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, a game that I may or may not be interested in checking out called The Rift Breaker is going to be coming to console and PC on October 14th. Game called End of the Pit, uh, console PC October 19th. Age of Empire 4 coming to PC and Cloud on October 27th. And Bass Master uh, Fishing. Is is End of the Pit the story of Andy Dwyer? The story of Mario. Oh, Mm. yes. Yes. My mistake. One and the same, yeah, at this point. Uh, Bassmaster Fishing 2020. Nice, Chase. October 28th. Uh, and uh, it is worth mentioning here because we're recording this on the 29th, but tomorrow, tomorrow on Game Pass, you can play that really well-received game that keeps on giving, MMO wannabe, play with your buddies, Marvel's Avengers lands on Game Pass Tomorrow. That's tomorrow. That is tomorrow. Um, And you can uh, play. You can play with Bobby. uh, You cannot play with me. 
Why, uh, why not? Because I don't have an Xbox anymore. Oh. And if you think that they were able to get that thing off the ground with crossplay, boy, howdy, you don't know shit about what happened with that game when it came out. <laughs> Uh, they still haven't even got fucking Spider-Man in that game yet, let alone... Really? Have they not? No. Holy no. shit. No. no. They did just get Black Panther. He's, I don't know if he's out yet or not, but Black, right? Black Panther's coming, voiced by the same actor who voices Kratos. and Christopher uh, Judge. Christopher yeah. Judge will be doing the voice of Black Boy. Panther on oh, Marvel's Avengers. Oh. Best game of all time, God of War 2018, right? Right. Mm-hmm. As voted by the, the people's game. people. The, the people's champions. Fuck. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I know. We know. It, it's, bad. <laughs> it's bad. It beat Grand Theft Auto V as the best game of all time. Yep. Uh huh. Sure. Wait, we're not. I really wish. We don't have time. We Wait, don't who have ran time. that article? Who ran that article? IGN oh, had IGN brackets a, that people could oh, vote on. They do this every year, that's right, and it's that's always right. a shit show. That's yeah, right. um, you know what that all, all that translates to is that we need engagement. That's all that means. <laughs> we, we, yes, we need engagement. For I I wish I wish we had time to do a proper news segment this this week because we had a Nintendo Direct. We had mm-hmm. uh, uh, rumors of a no, of a Switch Pro. Which is back in the news again for some fucking reason. The Switch Pro uh, is dead. Long live the Switch yeah. Pro. Yeah. Let it go. Uh, we had the, the fucking Mario movie that we could have spent hours talking about the oh cast. Oh, my God. That. Oh, uh, no. So many things we could talk about. Well, we're not talking about any of okay. them. Okay. All right. Because I was going to say. All right. Okay. Yeah, we have to move on. We, we have, have to move on. on. We, the Jack, show. Jack Black's an inspired choice. Everybody else can go fuck themselves. All right. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Not everybody. Bert, Bert you, know, is good. you know what I'm saying. You know where I'm going. You you got a guy. You got a guy who does the voices. Let the guy do the voices. That's all I'm saying. All right, moving on. Uh, October first. He's FIFA a nice boy. Let him get your mail. <laughs> FIFA twenty two. Let me wash your sheets. I'm Johnny, be in your house. You're... <laughs> Johnny, you're the only man <laughs> I know. Who enjoys soccer? That's not true. Okay. I'm sure there are other people who like soccer. Hey, but, like. Johnny, you're the Is soccer Jamie man. Jamie in this game, Pat- Patrick? Yeah. It, where's the Ted Lasso mode? Yeah, you're a Ted Lasso fan, right, Patrick? I have, I've been meaning to watch Ted Lasso. Okay. So that's just me and Chase. On my radar, yeah. As, as a non-Apple employee on this podcast, I can say, Ted Lasso good. And you can believe it. Fair. Uh, <laughs> I will probably get this game when it goes on sale. Oh, that's weird. Like I, like I do every year. So Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad the footy is back. The footy specifically is back on PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and even Stadia. So you know they're desperate. Play FIFA. FIFA. Yeah, FIFA's cool. I mean, have you you ever played FIFA before besides Johnny? I'm I'm a golfer, if you didn't catch that from the last segment. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah, FIFA sucks. I I played goal for the NES. Does that count? Yeah, sure. And yeah, I've played a FIFA game before. Damn right. Um, also on the first is Phoenix Point. Bobby mentioned this is on Game Pass, uh, but it's also coming out for PS4. So PS4 and Xbox One. It's been it's been out on PC. It came out in 2019. This is from the creator of XCOM, Julian Gallup. And uh, it, it came out on Stadia in January, and it, it comes with all four of its DLC packs. So you can, you can get that. Um, I'm kind of Bobby, curious knew- about this one. Yeah, I mean, now that we're XCOM experts, or we you got to jump in, right? 
I, I yeah, honestly like I, I sincerely think that we should maybe check this out one one Monday. I, I hear I hear it's harder than XCOM. Is it is it is fair? Is it fairer than XCOM? <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Oh man. I, oh. I'm just saying I I like these kinds of games and I'm probably not gonna play Phoenix Point. Mm. Putting that out there. Uh, on October 5th, October 5th, big day for video games. Uh, starting mm-hmm. off with Alan Wake Remastered on mm-hmm. PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Um, I have a question for you guys. Like this, this trailer, as you look at it, it, it does have a comparison for the old version to the new version. It does look objectively better, but does it look better enough that we care? And and I think. Uh, I think I want to open this up to more than just Alan Wake. I feel like we're getting remasters of games that do not need remasters at this point. Is it that... th- this one's a little different for me, not because it's visuals, but like this game was completely like even if you had it prior because of this weird thing with Energizer, they could you couldn't download this game. Like right. it, it was this, what? Oh, what? Energizer. So it had some very specific product placement in it. Yes. Alan Wake literally oh. walks in the forest with his cell phone and says, can you hear me now? Yeah. And oh. the yeah. the whole thing is like using a flashlight. So they had a big oh thing with God. Energizer batteries. And yeah. this game was like, you could not download it again, even from like, it was just scrubbed from the stores. And, and just before Control came out, just before Control came out, they got the rights back to the game from Energizer. And and it made people start to wonder like what's going on with Alan Wake? Why are they doing this with Control? Then they end up doing the DLC for Control where Alan Wake's in it. And so I I think that because of all that, and I think because Control was the game that took off for them in the way it did, they're 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 trying to see is there enough interest here? And the rumor mill has it that there's another Alan Wake game because they have now confirmed the universe from Control is expanding out. And that Alan Wake is in that universe, or or controls in Alan Wake's universe. However, you want to look at it, and um, I don't know if we need it re- a remaster, but I think that they had to figure yeah. out a way to get this like available on modern consoles. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And that's and that's something I'm all for. Like, if it's about preservation, if it's about trying to get games back out there, totally. I'm I'm all for putting Alan Wake on consoles so more people can play Alan Wake. But when you get a remaster like this where I'm looking at it and I'm going, the original doesn't look that much worse. Like, it's fine. Right. You could just put that game instead yeah. and do whatever tiny little work you need to to change a line of dialogue or to take out the Energizer references. Um, but, like, the, I think maybe the most egregious one for me is The Last of Us. I, I don't think The Last of Us needed a remaster because that game already looked fucking I great. I get yeah. it. You do it. Like, I, uh, I don't know. But, Again, wait, do you, you mean... Do you mean the one from PS3 to PS4 or the one that they're doing now that is well, isn't the one that they're doing remastering now? it again? Whatever. Isn't it just like putting in like the the maybe dual sense stuff in a in a 60 frames a second versus the yeah, I don't remember. Because the one from three to four was pretty substantial, I think. Yeah, um, I mean, sure. But yeah, I agree with you, Chase. Like it's it's uncanny. And like the fact that like this one at least is coming out, I think, at a pretty reasonable price tag. I think this is like 30 bucks for this one. Not bad. That's where, not bad, yeah. Where they've charged quite a bit more for, for others. But I agree. I, I think that preservation is one thing, but like cribbing at like this 
we're making it the absolute best thing that you've seen on this console. Like it's gonna take full power of, of the console. It's an old ass game. It's gonna play like an old ass game with a fresh coat of paint. Like that's what it comes down to. Yeah, but I think that it, it's not an old ass game though. It's an Xbox 360 game. It's not. It's not like Blue Point making uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Where when, it's, when is it? Came? You know, I think I think the, the original. Isn't this like 2010? Yeah. It's still only a couple generations away. Like I, I get remaking PS2 games. I get remaking PlayStation One games. Like, yeah, yeah. If you if you want to if you want to remake or or like super overhaul a game like Final Fantasy VII or Shadow of the Colossus or even uh, what they've done with Dark Souls, like okay, I get it. Or not Dark Souls, Demon Souls. I, I I get that. I think the Demon Souls one might be a little whatever because again, like I don't think Demon Souls was that bad. It's a PS3 game. It looked fine. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, that remake looks so good. Sure, it looks great. But it's total eye candy. <sighs> it looks miles apart from what that first game looked like. I just don't think it was necessary. Anyway, I, I'd rather just somebody put out put out demon souls and just say here's demon souls it runs it, it here's runs a solo demons um what's next also on october 5th yeah let's continue moving on bpm bullets per per minute comes out for ps4 and xbox one i think we talked about this game before somewhere we did uh, it came out last year on pc i still think it looks really cool it's a it's a rhythm game it's a rhythm doom basically um, and and I think that's a cool idea that yeah. probably is awful uh, awful for me to play. I don't think I would like to play this at all. But I like I like the idea, and I kind of like watching it. It seems <laughs> neat. Yeah, yeah. I think that there's yeah. definitely a cool concept here. I would probably rather watch this than play this. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Doom-like games, also on the 5th is Exophobia, which comes this out to just PC. Doom. Kinda, yeah. Comes out to PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series I, X. I don't mean that as an insult. Like, no, I think, I think this really looks cool. rad. I, I think this looks really rad. I, I kind of want to play this. I like the gun a it whole just, lot. Mm-hmm. It, I just want to look at it. Look at this thing. For for some reason, I don't know why I go to Void Bastards with this, but no, I can see that. Yeah, but my mind immediately started thinking about Void Bastards, and I liked Void Bastards a, a, a good chunk. Uh, but this, I think it's the colors. Yeah, like so Void so. Bastards was a very like aqua sea foam yeah. color mm -hmm. scheme with with red. Yeah, to to counter that. I like I like this a lot. Whatever's yeah. going on here, this is really cool. So cool. X, X I, don't, I don't know if I'll play it, but it looks fun. Might be worth one. Might be one to check out. Uh, worth checking out. It's uh, and it's on pretty much everything, so that's cool. Uh, we mentioned it before. This is going to be on PlayStation Plus, but Hell Let Loose comes out to both PS5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, it's been in early access on PC uh, since 2019, but its full release came out uh, in July of this year. This is a this is a really hardcore squad based World War II shooter. Um, I feel like people are really getting into this, this or, or maybe they BJE were on it. Yeah. You think big, big Johnny energy on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, the, the stuff I've heard about this game is that it's, it is pretty, it, it's like they, it's like they made a world war two simulation in that, you know, it's, it doesn't have, it's not like battlefield. You don't have numbers popping off people. You don't have, uh, medals pop up when you, when you get a headshot. 
when you shoot, you don't know if you hit the guy. You don't know if you killed the guy. You just kind of have to guess <laughs> or hope. Uh, mm-hmm. There, there is a lot of sticking to your squad. The maybe the coolest part about this is that you have a squad leader, and you have your squad. And I, I can't remember how many people are in your squad. It's like four or five. And then your squad leader is able to communicate. Not everybody's able to communicate. You're all able to communicate with your squad, but your squad leader is also able to communicate with the with like a, a person who is playing this game almost like an RTS where they are barking out commands and seeing the whole battlefield. And so they're talking to the squad leaders of all the different squads and can tell them, hey, you need to get your squad over here and support these guys. Or you guys are a mechanized unit. You guys are in tanks. We need you to push up in this direction. And and so only one person on each side of the of the battlefield gets to have that one position. But then they're talking with all the other squad leaders, and then those people are talking to the to the rest of their squad. Now that sounds cool. It, it sounds really cool and really scary, like really intimidating to jump mm-hmm. into something like that. But it's it's a hell I of could a. See, I could a see thing. you doing the RTS thing, Chase. Me, I that's too much pressure. It's because I think these are like sixty on sixty battles. Like that is hell yeah. To the thought that I am telling sixty people where to go, I don't know if I could do that. I I would feel way too bad about the decision making. <laughs> but it this, is this it is a PS Plus really game. Cool. Uh, it it, it will be free on PS, PS yeah. Plus, yeah. Okay. But it's also on Xbox Series X, All right, and and it's on PC. on PC. I'll check it out there. Yeah. Uh, October also on October fifth, we are getting Jet the Far Shore for PC, PS4, and PS5. There we are. This is one I'm really excited for. I I am I was not the biggest fan of of uh, No Man's Sky, and I I know a lot of people felt that way, and it's gotten better. And yes, I I do agree it's gotten better. I think it looks really cool. But this I think is more my speed when it comes to exploring planets and and just i think i think the vibe of this one is is way closer to what i'm going for than something like no Man, man's sky i, I, I got like the more he, muted color team daniel dwyer friend of the show um was he's been playing this game he's actually been playing yeah. it for some time and i was already sold on this from like day and date for for the the team making it the way it looks Hearing him, I mean, it's Super Brothers. Yeah, it's the first Absolutely. game the Super Brothers have made since Sword and Sorcery EP. Which, okay, I'm in. I'm in already. I'll play whatever you guys make. He, Danny, sold this one hard, man. He, they, they were only able to talk about like a, a very small slice of it, and I think that this game might be withholding some things about where it, where it's going to go. And I'm I'm thrilled to check this one out. I cannot wait. Okay, I, I'm right there with you. I I like the way it like it feels like it has a good sense of speed when you're in your when you're in your ship. Like that part kind of reminds me of Sable, where you're just streaming along these these desolate lands. It's mm, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one a lot. Yep. Uh, also on the fifth, like I said, it's a big day for for video games here. Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania coming to PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. This is an enhanced remaster of the first three Super Monkey Ball games, so one, two, and deluxe. And uh, it's—I uh, have never played a Super Monkey Ball game. Has has anybody here anybody nope. here familiar with the series? No. Nope. Okay. I I think these games always look really cool, though. Uh, 
I'm I'm digging what they do with the kind of like the tilt tilt style game. Uh, I think I think these games are accelerometer based. Like you, or you can at least play an accelerometer based thing. I think mm-hmm. you can also kind of control the. I think you're moving the stage, right? You're moving the stage, not the ball. Isn't that how this game works or this series works? I think so. Okay. I don't know. I've always thought Super Monkey Ball was pretty cool. Um, the the trailer that they have here goes through all the different Super Monkey Ball games they've made in in the past, mobile games and that kind of stuff. But it's really only the first three that are going to be part of this Banana Mania package. Also, there are a ton of uh, guest characters. A lot of Sega characters show up. So I know Sonic huh. uh, is in here. Uh, what about the Skate. One of the jet, is he the Jet Set Radio guy? No, he's in Street. No, Radio. oh no, right, right. That's of course. Sorry. Bring back Skate. Uh, yeah, always bring back Skate. I don't. I do not believe Skate is in this game. Sadly, um, but but the for the guy from Jet Set Radio is called. Um, and then there's also a lot of paid DLC, like premium characters that aren't Sega characters, uh, including Hello Fucking Kitty, and including. Okay. The other Hello Fucking Kitty, Morgana from Persona 5, is a mm. uh, paid DLC. So if you want to play as one of the worst characters in all of video games, as voted on by the Casual Hour, uh, you can play Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Whoa. Um, all right, let's move on wow. from the 5th, and let's move to the 7th, where we are talking about Far Cry 6. Hell comes out to... Yeah. Whoa, that's a... Re- really? Really yep. soon. It's really soon. Giancarlo Esposito is what? so close. It's coming out to PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series I X, get it on PC. and Stadia. Uh, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Far, Far Cry 6. Uh, very excited for that one. Got that Ubisoft Plus lined up for it. And uh, Johnny and I have already Turn. talked about doing like some Friday nights with this one. Because I think it's going to get real dumb and fun for some co-op shenanigans. So... If I'm not mistaken, you can have more than two people at a time on a co-op, right, Johnny? Or is it only two what? people? Um, we've only ever done it, just me and you. Okay. I, I don't know. I have to look. But, uh, yeah, we're excited for this one. Not bad, not bad. Also on the 7th, Moonglow Bay. Bobby mentioned this one. I'm going <laughs> to let Bobby handle this one. It comes out to PC and Xbox One. Bobby, what's uh, Moonglow Bay? Yeah, man, Moonglow Bay looks awesome. It's got a really cool voxel style to it. Um, you are a widow that takes up your late husband's fishing trade. And you come into this town of Moonglow Bay, and you're going to be interacting and learning about the, t- the town you're into. This game is uh, really pulling on the heartstrings in a lot of ways. And there's over 100 species of fish and aquatic life that you can capture and catch. And then you're like doing stuff with the town. It's got a really cool look to the map and the book system of it. And you're cooking things. You learn how to do that. And the, the whole thing is about you helping your character get out of a depression. And so... Um, I, I really dig what's going on with it. I think it'll probably be a great game for fans of like Stardew Valley and maybe Animal Crossing, uh, to check out. Um, it is going to be on Game Pass, so you can check that out there as well. Looks uh, like a Minecraft mod. Yeah. <laughs> Def- a little bit. Uh, Tearaway, not Tearaway, but, um, that one game where you destroy the towns, can't remember the name of it right now, uh, that came out early access on steam last year that and then of course minecraft teardown yes but uh this is this has gotten a lot of press a lot of buzz about being just a a super chilled out like really fun fishing game as well uh 
and uh, you do have a museum that you're putting stuff into. You're you're doing errands. So I, I, Chase, even for you, like I think, yeah, knowing your love of Animal Crossing, like this might be something to keep on your radar uh, this year. For sure, for sure. Oh, uh, one more thing I wanted to mention about the fifth. Uh, that's also when we're going to hear about the final Smash Fighter. That was one of the things yeah. we we heard in the Nintendo Direct. So in addition to all those games, we'll get to see Sakurai talk about uh, a video game character for, or maybe not a video game character. Who knows? Probably, yeah. it's, it's probably Goku. Um, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll do that for, uh, for, an hour for sure. Why would Sora. you put that yeah, negative Sora. energy? Sora. Out Sora. It's going mean, to be Sora as a, as a final fuck you to the fans. It's going to be Sora. It's, it's Sora just gonna be in Waluigi. Waluigi's outfit. Oh God. <laughs> It's Chris Pratt. It's a double. It's a double. I don't like it. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. It should be Chris Pratt. God damn it. That would be so good. That'd be so good. It's just Chris uh, Pratt. As Chris Pratt. Especially because when you knock him off the stage, he just says, I fell into the pit. And oh, uh, he just man. dies over and over again. That'd be great. That's oh, good. fuck. That'd be so His good. His assist trophy is uh, Mouse Rat. <laughs> yes. God. Uh, or Teddy Bear Suicide, or God Hate Figs, or all the other dumb names they had for their band. Um, God. Well, um, back to back to our calendar here. Uh, weirdly enough, nothing comes out on the 8th of October, so I guess we'll just move right on. Oh, I beg your pardon? Oh, I suppose, I beg I suppose there is something. I beg your pardon? There's a new console. There's a new console oh, coming nah, out. Nah, nah, the Switch nah, OLED. Nah, the SWOLED. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, hey, listen. What? Our, our queen, Samus Aran, she returns to grace us. No, no, no. She's already returned. We've she, had hey, Metroid hey, Samus Returns. We already had that game. Damn it. Well, you know what? She's coming back. We've had back. Metroid 2 The Return of Samus. Samus has returned twice. She's coming is back. Is this the fifth one? This is technically Metroid uh, Five. Yeah, yes. Metro. I think so. Yes, Metroid Five. Okay. Yes. Don't and you remember the trailer where they flashed Metroid Five and then right. never said Metroid Five again and just kept calling it Dread? And uh, what this. the fuck is this game called? What are you doing? It's called Game of the Year. That's what it's fucking called. <laughs> All right. It's a like, new 2D Metroid game. I could not be happier for the of 2D Metroid. I am not one of those people. But you know, good, good on you guys. I, or is this um, is this inspired by Hollow Knight? Okay, okay, all right. Let's move on. <laughs> so just... I am Patrick. You you said that this is like a game that you're hyped for. This could be your game of the year. Certainly, yes. it sounds like maybe your most anticipated game thus far by, in 2021. By far, are by you? Far. You're not getting the, the new Switch for this, right? You're just playing on your Switch. No, checking that out. No, okay, yeah, nah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. The man Super. who hates the Switch is getting the new Switch. Isn't that right, Bobby? I am getting the new Switch. I don't know. I've already heard some really positive things from people who've had some time with this game. Like, it's already making some pretty good impressions. Um, I don't have a lot of history with, with Metroid. Like, I, I certainly respect it. Um, but I may pick it up. I'll have the new hardware and... Uh, See, I, I'm gonna see where I'm at. Like, I'm not gonna. I really want to get through Eastward and uh, finish that up. So, I may pick this up. Um, yeah, it looks interesting. Like, I, I'm not. I like Metroidvania games, so I should probably play the one that they have here. But we'll see. If you can play Super Metroid on the uh, on this, what's it called? Nintendo Online. Yeah. Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah. 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 And Bobby yeah. also has the the, uh, the the Super NES Mini. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Nice. 
So yeah. he can he's got multiple ways of playing that. Super uh, well, is an absolute masterpiece. And I I'm gonna say this on 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 the on the stream here. If anyone if we could do a quick look of this, I would yeah. be I would be more than happy to facilitate that. Okay. Right. That'd be great. Since I, I since I'm the only one who's buying this game, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, Bobby, if you're looking for something really pretty to play on your Switch but don't want to get Metroid Dread for whatever reason, you could get Tetris Effect Connected, which is also coming out on the 8th. I know you have Tetris Effect. I think you have the, the PSVR version, yes? Yep. yep. Um, which, great version. Um, but uh, Tetris Effect Connected is coming to the Switch. This came out uh, to Steam in August, and um, I think... Playing, playing this on PSVR, I think, from what I've read, is the closest mm -hmm. thing that my dumb little ass is ever going to do to get to DMT. And uh, <laughs> uh, it oh, was man, it was it was an experience. Like it, it definitely, it definitely did some things to my brain that I wasn't quite ready for. It's uh, it's a lot. Uh, so the the connected version came out to Xbox. I can't remember when the Xbox version came out, but uh, the connected part has multiplayer in it co-op and uh, a competitive mode which uh, the original tetris effect did not it was a solo experience so that's cool and now it's out on the switch or it's going to be out on the switch so that that experience is there and it comes with all all that co-op and competitive stuff in there uh, for the switch version so that that game's good it's got real good music real good visuals uh, yeah it's it's a hell of a thing and it probably really pops nicely on that switch outlet yeah. On the 12th, we are getting back for Blood for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Uh, this is the this is the Left 4 Dead one. They, they made a Left 4 Dead. It's, it's the Left 4 Dead people made a new Left 4 Dead. It is fun, for sure. I played the demo, really dug the demo. It's a fun, it's a fun game. Like This would be a really cool co-op experience with y'all. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'm ready for it. Also on the 12th, Disco Elysium, the final cut, comes to Switch. Mm -hmm. Finally, finally, I can play Disco oh. Elysium, the final cut. Uh, this has been out on other consoles for a while, but now on Switch, and it includes all of those final cut editions, including the, the full voice acting and all that stuff. I don't know really if this is the best place to buy yeah, this game. I, I can't imagine a worse experience than playing this I'm, game on the Switch. It's my only experience. I'm doing it. You have a PlayStation I, I Five. Uh, it's. I don't want to play it there. I can't imagine how small that text God, is going to be. Chase, it'll be fine. This we'll, is going to we'll suck it. on there. All right, I'll I'll take your word for it, but I'm I'm going to play it Good on you, October fourteenth. We're getting the Rift Breaker for PC, PS Five, and Xbox Series X. Uh, Bobby, I think you mentioned this is a Game Pass game as well. Yep, it'll be on Game Pass. Uh, I I wrote three letters here on my notes. B B E. This is uh, this is a big old Bobby energy over here. Yeah, I. This one definitely looks like something I'd be into. I I, I don't know how much I, I love the isometric stuff here, but I think <laughs> that I'll be I'll be able to zoom in. This <clears throat> this looks like a lot, and I know that they're doing some time lapse stuff on the builds with it, and I'm trying to like piece together because you are doing some patrol work but i'm trying to piece together like what exactly are you doing like are you building a factory are you building a power grid all these things seem to be the case but it also I looks think you're building multiple factories because you because yeah. you because the way this trailer started you you're on this world and you start out you've got a, a 
pretty annoying, honestly. Uh, robot AI buddy who's yeah. talking to you about what you should do. I hope the I hope the full game doesn't have all that shit. But um, but you're building in this one area, and then it looks like um, you can eventually go to different areas on the same planet. Like it, it takes you to like a desert environment where you can. Uh, go and and you know pick up sand and turn it into glass, or, or go and find the volcanoes that are there, like we're seeing now. And and now you can get these kinds of resources. So it's like you have it's kind. Of, it actually reminds me of a uh, of that last Sim City that nobody liked, where everybody had different cities in different places that specialized in different kinds of things, and then they could pool all of their resources together to do bigger projects. Mm. And I think that's what this game is doing. It's like, hey, I have a factory that's set up in this biome and it's getting me those materials. And then I have a different factory set up in this biome and it's getting me those materials. And now I can combine those two things and go to that third biome and get those other materials that I wasn't able to get to before. And that yeah. sounds like a real Bobby thing to me. Yeah. <laughs> I game was cool. <laughs> yeah. I look, I, I was really like appreciative it. of you putting it in there and like checking it out. Cause like, I just haven't heard of it before this. Um, and I, I'll and talk about free. it. It's yeah. free for you. Yeah, so. I, I, I definitely was like, I made a comment in my notes before I did the Game Pass stuff where I'm like, hey, you know, like there's, I'll say it now, there's like three games that I could pick that I ha I don't have listed down below just because like backlog status right now. Right. But knowing that this is a Game Pass game, like I, I think it's probably worth like checking out Quick Look minimally mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, mm -hmm. seeing what's going on there. Yep. It's not Moving overwhelming on at to... all. Yeah, certainly not. Moving on to the 15th, we are getting the Crisis Remastered Trilogy for PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Uh, this runs 4K, 60 FPS on PC, and also the new consoles, probably not the Switch. Uh, um, that one that Blizzard's I've, talking about, yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh -huh. uh, I've always wondered about Crisis. Like, that was the game that was that killed your PC that all the, that all the manufacturers had to build up to it was like oh can it run crisis can it run crisis and now it feels like such an afterthought right and I guess the the other two crisis games crisis two and three were not as good or or just three I've especially never played like two fell off the face of the earth. I've never played a single one yeah uh, me either I played two on the Xbox 360 and it was fine like it was I think it was more of a visual feast than you know anything. yeah anything else i yeah. think that they from what i was told because i asked somebody who had played them like hey should i check this out and that i got a you know gaming pc and they're like uh they they play probably pretty out they feel outdated the way that they'll play they might look the part now but it's a lot of stuff that you've come to you've, you've experienced and moved past when it comes to fps but yeah yeah, like the suit stuff sounded maybe the most interesting part to me, where it's like your suit has, hey, I can change to active camo, or now I can change to super speed, or now I can change to, to super strength to punch this guy and to knock him mm. super far, and then I can switch back to stealth mode and, and go stealthy again. I don't know. I, I, it just feels like something that's really missing in my gaming vocabulary, because it, it was such a big thing for... A relatively long time where it was like, what can run this game? Right. And I think the weirdest thing to me is that the second game just like, eh, yeah, we'll put it on. We'll put it on 360. And it's like, wait, whoa, whoa, I thought this is the game. This is a series that can't run on anything. It's too powerful. And now it just runs on a 360 like every other game. Um, 
But yeah, I, I mean, the I think the original game, like there's a Crisis HD that already got remastered, and I think it's really just the other two games that are getting the remaster treatment and getting put together in this trilogy. Uh, but that is that is available for you if you'd like to play those. Right. Also on the 15th, Demon Slayer, uh, also known as Kimetsu no, no Yaiba. Uh, Bobby knows this, obviously. He's an anime fan. Uh, the Hinokami Chronicles. Yeah, I mean, why don't you... Well, hang on. No. Let me, let me do... No. no hang on. We don't have time for it, it tonight. I'm I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm just looking I'm just looking it up. Okay, uh, Bobby, thank God. Uh Demon Slayer is not on the list of hey Bobby, what's this anime about? So, I it is pretty self-explanatory. He's a he's a guy who slays demons. Like that's the oh. that's the anime. I wouldn't have guessed he that. He slays the demons. Yeah, I I know. You probably wouldn't have guessed. It. Um, but this game is made by CyberConnect2, they're the people who made the the Naruto Ultimate Was she Ninja Storm games. Who, who is she? There's a woman that had like a Komodo on and it looked like she was eating bamboo. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, his sister. Uh, she's a demon. His his sister turned into a demon. Okay, now it's Hey Chase, what is this anime about? Uh, demon Slayer is about uh, a boy who becomes a demon slayer because his sister uh, gets turned into a demon by another demon, but she keeps enough of her humanity where she is like kind of halfway between demon and not demon. So he puts that, that big piece of bamboo in her mouth to like keep her from biting anybody and turning them into demons. It's a little vampire rules. Can we, um, can we, can we move on to the next game, please? Well, fuck you, Johnny. This is anime. Also, this is a pretty good anime. People should watch uh, Kometsu no we Yaiba. Should, we should talk about it at a time when we aren't recording a podcast. Hey, hey, you guys talked about Deathloop for an hour, so I feel okay going through the regular segment. I didn't even have any games this week, so screw you guys. This is all you. This is all your fault. Um... Anyway, this is a fighting game. It, it probably plays a lot like those Naruto Ultimate Ninja games, which are pretty good games, and it's pretty impressive to me how much this looks like the anime. Looks flashy. Um, it, it looks super flashy, super colorful, really vibrant and intense colors to this, which yeah. the anime has in spades as well. Uh, I'm really impressed with the way this looks. So, nice style. Uh, yeah, and, and it looks like it goes through the story to the movie. So there, it had a it had a season one, and then there was a movie about a train. And it looks like this takes all that stuff. Uh, yeah, train the train movie is is not bad. Uh, moving on, also on the fifteenth, the Good Life comes out to uh, PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, when I looked at this game, I probably wouldn't have given it a second thought because it just kind of looks like a lot of maybe generic looking games. But then I saw the name Swery. Uh, attached to this and uh, Swery of Deadly Premonition fame. And that means it's probably going to be real interesting and maybe a little bit weird. And it looks like you potentially turn into a cat or a dog or different sure. animals and you're controlling those animals as well. I don't know. This seems weird and I kind of want to know more about it. But the good life. Check it out. On or, the or 21st or wow. <laughs> You don't know, Bobby. Might be good. Might be your game of the year. Speaking of cats. Shit. Fuck, man. That hurts. <laughs> um, also, on the 21st, we're getting a little to the left, which, uh, which one person on our panel apparently doesn't like because it's ruining his birthday or whatever. Um, and that's coming out to PC. 
Uh, this is a cute little puzzle game that showed up on the the Wholesome Direct. Bobby, I think uh, I think you and I both looked at this and and thought it was really cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I like the idea of this quite a bit. Yeah, just like if you if you are OCD, this is the game for you. It's like it, it just fixes everything, makes you feel good, putting stuff, organizing it. Uh, on the 26th, we are getting Guardians of the Galaxy for Ooh. PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Speaking I, of Chris Pratt. Nope, no Chris Pratt in this game. No, then I don't want it. You know what? I think I would have been much more excited for this without the Avengers game. And this is different, I know, but it's mm -hmm. close enough. You're not you are Star-Lord. Bobby. You're not wrong, Bobby. You're not I playing as anybody wrong. else. You're Star-Lord, and it's not Avengers. That's been the whole marketing push of this game, is yeah. it's not this Avengers. Is single player. <laughs> this is a single-player game. I I think that this game will probably be pretty damn cool, but yeah. I, I just... I gotta wait. I gotta wait on this one, man. After what happened with the Avengers and Square, like, I gotta wait on this and see. I'd love for it to be good. Developed is this also developed by the people at Square Enix? Yeah. Oh, different team, but different yeah. team. Yeah, but it's coming from Square. Yeah, it's uh, Idos Montreal. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not Crystal Dynamics. Crystal what Dynamics is the one who did Avengers. Montreal. Right? What is it? What have they done before? The, a big day. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, but still, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I get it. Let I the pain it. settle before you put another one of these joints out, Square. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, you think you're 20th... insomniac. Sorry. <laughs> also, on the 26th, we're getting Solar Ash. Finally, I think we've mentioned this game a lot, <laughs> a lot, and the number of these previews. But this, it got a, it got a release date trailer, like a trailer specifically to say this game comes out on the 26th. Solar Ash from the makers of Hyperlight Drifter. Uh, I'm really excited for this when it comes out to PC, PS4, and PS5. Uh, this just looks smooth. I I like drifting on these clouds and running around. It's it's like Shadow Colossus except uh, more fluid. And I'm I'm digging everything about this game. Yeah, Anybody it's else? got it's Anybody got a really really good look to it. Um, it looks like it's got some nice traversal in it as well. Um, mm -hmm. I'm curious where it fits in if there is like any crossover into Hyperlight Drifter when it comes to the universe. Share. Yeah, I wonder. Maybe tight. Uh, I I didn't finish Hyperlight. I I really liked the bits that I played, but yeah. I I don't like that game was pretty grounded. Like you're not going to space or anything, and this game seems to be all about traversing weird shit, planetoids, and things like that. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's any connective tissue in there. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm yeah. I, I want to check out more of it. I think it looks pretty slick. On the twenty seventh. There's a little game called Super Robot Wars 30. And so it is, I, I so wrote usually three we don't letters on this one. I don't know. Uh-huh, did you? Did you now? I, I read them. PC. Um, usually we don't talk about Japanese-only games here. This is not a Japanese-only game anymore! Hell yeah! <laughs> Officially coming to North America on Steam, on PC. Official English release for Super Robot Wars 30. That's not where I'm playing it. I'm I'm playing that imported Switch version, baby. Because of course I am. Is this one of the ones that you've already played? No. 
This is a new. No, one. for that you'd have to go to my YouTube channel. This is a brand new <laughs> Super Robot Wars game. It is not the 30th Super Robot Wars game. In fact, they've probably made more than 30 Super Robot Wars games in the past. But, um, but this is the 30th anniversary of Super Robot Wars. So that is where the 30 comes from. Yeah, so like continuing, it's it's really good. They they've gone from V to X to T and now to 30, just so you have no idea what order these games actually come in. Makes um, perfect sense. I'm it does, it does. The 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 T stands for Terra because it's all about Earth. The X stands for cross because it's crossover. Never mind. We'll get into it later. Um, Super Robot Wars 30, I'm super excited for it. So officially coming to PC in America on Steam. Uh, but if you want to play it on the Switch or on your PS4, you can import that through you know, Play Asia. Play Asia. Or, <laughs> or you can do uh, what uh, an incredibly stupid member of this podcast did and accidentally purchase it on a Hong Kong eShop using your uh, Nintendo eShop coins. That you didn't even think worked on a, a different region's eShop, but hey, it did, and hopefully it comes in English and it's not just Chinese. <laughs> Fingers crossed. You can't, um, you can't get that back, right? Uh, actually, I could. Within, so I don't read Chinese, but I could at least Holy read the diagram shit. that said within seven days of it coming out, I can request a <laughs> refund and get it, no questions asked. Uh, so I could maybe. I don't know. I'm probably we'll just going to roll the dice. If if I get it and it doesn't work, then I just go and get the PlayAsia version. It's fine. Shout out to PlayAsia. Uh, Shout out. PlayAsia does good stuff. Um, this, I'm, I know. I know you guys don't care. I'm so excited. I'm a little less excited because I've been playing Super Robot Wars X for months now on my YouTube channel. Um, so I'm actually a little fucking tired of Super Robot Wars. But at the same time, holy shit, I can't wait for Super Robot Wars 30. Okay, I'll move on. On the 28th, we are getting Age of Empires 4, AOE 4, coming to PC. Uh, I, I never had a PC growing up, so I didn't get to play cool RTS games like Age of Empires. I would like to somebody tell me how cool Age of Empires is and why I should be jealous that I don't get to play it. I just have very fond memories of playing Age of Empires when I was a kid, so... I'm just I'm 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 excited for it off principle. I have no idea how this game is going to end up. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, uh, there there were other Age of Empires games that have come to consoles, though, right? Wasn't there like was it Age of Empires three that got remastered not too long ago? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two and three, and three. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So that's cool. Uh, that's that's great that the the AOE fans are getting more of what they love, mm-hmm. and uh, I wish I wish I could be one of you. I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but the only RTS I've really ever played is Warlock for the Game Boy Color. That's not a console for RTS games. Doesn't sound like no. it. No, it's no. not. <laughs> that game was published by Nintendo, though. I didn't realize that, but that game. Uh, that's that's weird. Nintendo. That's it. That's the last Smash character. It's Chicken Wiz. Chicken Wiz from Warlock. Is go- he turned? He's a wizard who turns people into chickens. That's why he's called chicken. Damn well, never, better never be. Okay. Uh, on the twenty eighth as well, we are getting Writers Republic from Ubisoft. That is coming to PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Stadia. This one's been pushed back a at lot. least once. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I thought a lot. Yeah, but uh, it seems like it's really coming out this time. This is this is kind of like the pseudo sequel to Steep. Yep, and. You know, I don't know. It seems fun. It seems like a bunch of people having a good time doing extreme sports 
It's like Forza Horizon if they took away all the cars. <laughs> and you, Hell yeah. you know, Ubisoft always dunks harder on their second outing, it seems like. And Steep, I know, yeah. did not come in as hot as they wanted it to, but this had a demo that launched uh, around the game show or what, Gamescom. And mm-hmm. people seem to be pretty hot on the demo for it. So we'll see. Um, yeah, I, I like the look. I like the attitude. I'm not, I'm not against this. Yeah, uh, I got Ubisoft Plus, so I'll probably pick it up just to see what it's about because it'll be on that Where's service and uh, yeah. see what it's all about. Like this feels like it would make a great PlayStation Plus game. Looks or fun. A game yeah. Pass game. But, uh, I would agree. That's probably not going to happen because it's on the Ubisoft Plus thing. Um, but yeah. Uh, also on the 28th, we are getting Voice of Cards: The Isle Dragon Roars, which was featured, debuted at the Nintendo Direct that came out last week that we are not talking about. Uh, but this is a card game by Yoko it's, Taro. It's good. Oh. Yoko Taro of of a oh, uh, near fame. Um, it does oh it does have a demo, right? It, Bobby, is that where you said it's good? Yeah. Like you played the demo? Yeah. Okay. It's, I'm I'm pretty excited for it. I also downloaded that demo. I need to uh, I need to play it. But. It's it's a cool. It's a it's a really fun way of telling the story too. And like your dialogue mm-hmm. choices, are you playing cards? The battling in it seems really really well. It's. It's got more turn-based DNA in it than it does like deck building DNA. And yeah. uh, as you can see here in the like, video, right the cards now, almost feel like more of an aesthetic. Like yeah, even the yeah. overworld that you're walking around are, is just made up of cards. Yep. Like, everything is cards. Yep. It's when really, everything is cards and nothing is cards. It's 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 cool. It's a cool concept. The demos out there on Switch, you should check it out. It's neat. Shit. Cool. Um. Sorry, writing some of it down real quick. Okay, last game on the list, and it's a banger, guys. October 29th, Mario Party Superstars! Damn. Comes after the Nintendo Switch. Who is ready for superstardom? 50 turns of Mario Party, let's go! Isn't this... This isn't a new one, right? Or is this a... No. It's an it's old a, one. It's, it's a new. It's a new old one. It's, it's a bunch of the maps from the N sixty four. Is this ones. new Mario Party no, no, not or just more that, Mario right? Party? No, it's 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 the first three Mario Party games. It's yeah, a selection of which are all N sixty four. It's a selection okay. of courses from those games. It's smashing the good, the the good, the good ones. I'm putting air quotes for was Mario audio. Party ever good? I remember having a fun time with the N64 ones, but I was also a dumb child back in those days. So I had a blister on the palm of my hand from this game when I was in... Sure, yeah. Like, Nintendo had to send out those fucking gloves or, yeah. uh, so you could... And they didn't brand them either because they didn't want people requesting the gloves just so they could get a cool Nintendo-branded glove. So, like, they, it has no Nintendo branding. You, No one will know that it's a Mario Party glove. But, yeah, mm-hmm. you... That, that Nintendo 64 controller would really fuck up your, your palm if you uh, tried to play it with that. But uh, yeah, it, so it's a smattering from those those first few Mario Party games. It's not everything. It's kind of like the way they did WarioWare Gold or um, the the Rhythm Heaven remix, whatever they called it. Um, and I use Mega Mix. That's it. One of those reissued in 64 controllers with this game. That. Is an excellent question. Those come out. I have that listed. 
those come out sometime this month, sometime in October. Um, the N64 controller and also the Genesis controller. Also, we're only getting the three button here in the States, but they're making the six button for for uh, Japan, at least, and maybe Europe, Bullshit. too. That's fucked up. That's real fucked up that they aren't bringing a six button Genesis controller over here. Also fucked up that they cost $50. Each hey, of them costs $50. Costs 40 and it doesn't what? even fucking work. <laughs> You can spend eighty dollars for a set of Joy Cons, and you can just have your character going in circles the whole time. So, yeah, Patrick, do you want to pay fifty dollars for a controller with three buttons on it? No. (laughs) I also say no. no I love the Genesis, but this is not. This is not the way you do it. No. Technically, it's four buttons. There's a start button on there, and then a D pad. But how about I take us home on that note? That's a no from me, dog. Um. That's enough for me, Doug. Well, I mean, we have to talk about our monthly picks. Are oh, you going to yeah. do that? Or are you? Yeah. So we got to pick what we're picking. Slam Patrick, pickings. you're uh, you're you're uh, you're joining us here. What do you what do you got here? I see you got GOTG. So hey, thanks for the shout out for Gamers on the Go. Really appreciate it. Oh uh, yeah, you're welcome. Not not a game that's coming out in October, mm-hmm. but you know, all the same. Really appreciate the love. Yeah. For sure. Oh, you mean Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, the the lesser GOTG. Yeah. I, I get you. I get you. Wait. Whoa! But yes. Whoa! Guardians. <laughs> You're not saying anything bad about my podcast, right? No, never. No, yeah, no. Why? No, no, of course not. No. Uh, but no, Guardians of the Galaxy. Of course. Um, very, very, very excited for that. And Back for Blood on Game Pass. Fuck yeah! And then, of course, like I said, Dread, Metroid, Dread. Oh yes, baby. Cannot wait. All right. All right. Pretty good stuff. Uh, Johnny, what are you thinking for the month of October? <laughs> I. I just tried to pick something that was different from you and Bobby. So, yeah. Uh, good, good job. I do have Far Cry 6 on there. Uh, I've never played a Super Monkey Ball game. Uh, I thought that might be fun to check out. And then I've also never played Age of Empires. And that's going to be on Game Pass. So, I'll be checking that out. And I, I do enjoy uh, an RTS. So, yeah. Uh, Bobby, how about you? Jet the Far Shore, Moonglow Bay, Far Cry 6. I got my eye on a few others, as I mentioned earlier. Gonna see how I can fare over the next several weeks with my backlog before I start to take on a ton in October. I need a month to, to lit up a little bit. You know, in it's gonna be November, and I'm gonna go, Bobby, what'd you, what'd you like from October? And you're just gonna say, Rift Breaker, baby! Game of the year! Rift Breaker, it's all I play! <laughs> it's ah, the only game! Maybe, 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 <laughs> maybe, maybe. We'll, we'll see. Uh, and as for me, it's uh, Jet the Far Shore. I, I really think that game looks cool. Solar Ash. And uh, did I mention Super Robot Wars fucking 30 is coming out? Hell yeah. I'm, uh, so, I'm so excited for you. Yeah. For are, are you as excited as I am for you for Metroid Dread? Yes. Seriously, I am. And I was looking at the trailer for that game for Super Robot Wars. And yeah, it looks, it looks interesting. It looks anime. Yeah, it's very anime. Those games are extremely anime. Yes, they are. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, And I'll also be grabbing Disco Elysium as well, even though apparently this is the worst way to play it ever, and I'm going to hate it or myself or both. I don't know. Uh, There's better ways to do it, I think. Uh, Yeah, if I had a super powerful PC, I would have played it there. Nah. (laughs) Nah. Nah, I'm okay. Uh, I want to I play it in bed. I want to like have it on my chest as I'm like. Better go to Walgreens and get down. yourself some readers, man. Uh, 
All right. All right. Take it home, Bobby. What Chase, do you got? Thank you so much for putting that together. Uh, the the list always impresses. And uh, as we're wrapping up here, let's talk about what's ahead for us. So we are coming back together, the four of us, Friday night for Mario Golf Super Rush. It's going to be a really good time. Finally, <clears throat> going to have it happen. I can't wait. <clears throat> we tried to do it last week. Things didn't work out. We tried to do it a few times. It's going to be good. Uh, we've got a new quick look going up tomorrow. So if you would like to swing by YouTube, you can, or if you're listening to this, we got a new quick look up on youtube.com slash casual hour. Go check it out. If you're watching us, there's the links for all those things. Um, we had another quick look go up earlier this week uh, where we put out the one for Deathloop. That was Johnny and I. That was a ton of fun. Go check that one out. Chase and I, we went back to Grifflands on Monday, and we're still kind of restructuring what the next few weeks of casual Mondays are going to look like. So more updates on that soon. Um, mm -hmm. But then we're going to be getting back to you all next week with some some updates. And there'll, there'll be some time away for some of us coming up. But it will it will all work out the way we need it to. It'll be good a little vacation, and we'll let Johnny pull the strings, and hope like hell that people be nice to him and pay thirty thousand coins for that. We'll, we'll so see. when it all when it all falls apart, we'll know who to blame. Mm -hmm. uh, Patrick, since you are yeah. here this week, why don't you tell the fine folks where they can find you, or they can follow along with what you you're up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am P Brown the Aeon on literally all of my socials. So you can go to my recently created website, pbrowntheaeon.com, and that will directly direct you to all of my social media presence. Um, new songs coming soon as per as per usual. A um, couple other things in the works I can't quite talk about yet, but yeah. Very cool, man. And thanks again mm -hmm. for hanging out this week. We enjoyed having you. Mm -hmm. Chase, you've Thank been you. teasing some stuff. What do you got mm -hmm. going on? Yeah, like I said at the top of the show, I'm playing a game for Gamers on the Go right now. I've got a new episode. Uh, I've got it not scheduled, but I know who I'm going to talk about it with. I know what it's going to be about. Just need to put it together. Uh, so that's really exciting. You can find that at GamersOnTheGo.com once it's out. That should come out sometime in the month of October, hopefully the early part of the month. And then uh, I also mentioned I've been playing Super Robot Wars X on my YouTube channel in anticipation for Super Robot Wars 30. That's not true. I didn't know that game was coming out until I had started playing Super Robot Wars X. But um, I'm really close now, at least in the recordings. I've only got four more episodes to record. Um, there are a lot more episodes, though, coming out since I recorded them so much earlier. So there will be episodes all throughout October. And you can find those at Chase K Plays on uh, on YouTube. Sounds great, uh, Johnny. What do yeah. you what have you been playing with your son? Oh yes, excuse me. Um, uh, no, nothing. <laughs> uh, we got that. I got that Hot Wheels Unleashed game that comes out tomorrow. I'm uh, gonna check that out with him because it has split screen. Cool. Uh, we. I did. We wrapped up Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, which isn't a video game, but uh, it's a book we've been reading together. And we're on Chamber of Secrets now. That's really awesome to share that Hell with him. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Um, and uh, yeah, still all Minecraft all the time with that kid. Sounds like an eight-year-old dude. Uh, yep. Well, hey, got some fun games to look forward to in October. Thank you all for hanging out. 
like, mm -hmm. subscribe, follow along with everybody and what they're doing. Follow Chasey K Plays, follow P Brown, follow us at Casual mm -hmm. Hour. And let's uh, come back Friday night for some good old fashioned fun with some golf that will be as accurate to the game as ever. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll see y'all Friday night. Take care. Later.